You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan, aka the Blurred Vision, on Instagram and whatever else I'm on. <laughs> With yeah, 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 I'm Michael Black A Comic Geek on Instagram, TikTok. Nah, nah, fuck those. In- <laughs> no, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying Keep to get pl- a shadow band. <laughs> I'm trying to plug you. Pause. We're starting off on the wrong foot. With this. <laughs> I'm trying to advertise this, man. I'm trying to get our names out uh, there. What's the point if nobody's going to see the shit? <laughs> <laughs> I say that you've got no iTunes reviews. Just to jump right to the <laughs> our next se- section. So it's like, uh, is the promotion working? Where are the iTunes reviews, guys? We- we're lacking in love right now. But what we did love this week is all the new stuff to talk about, like Army of the Dead, Castlevania, the season four finale. I actually finished watching the season, so we can talk about that since Michael did finish it. Yes. Um, okay, here's, an, here's, my academia. Okay. So wait, here's wait. another example. Oh, wait. So Okay, so before this, the podcast yeah, started. Yeah, this is a, a before-the-podcast conversation. Yeah, we were talking about how social media has uneven rules based on the color of your skin. There's, un- there's definitely some unequal... Uh, algorithm treatment happening, and Michael's experiencing that with TikTok and being shadow banned by the platform. I've I've personally seen firsthand other creators like my girlfriend, um, beautiful Diz. She gets shadow banned all the time from either TikTok or Instagram, where some girls will have their. I was telling Michael like they're wearing like g-string bikinis, where it's like you can basically see their entire crotch line, and that's fine. That's art if you're not a person of color. But for someone like my girlfriend Crystal, who's a black woman, she can just have cleavage, and it gets banned for nudity. I've even seen um, TikTok creators complain about this, like uh, Nikwa Marina. Uh, she's a comedian on TikTok, and she got. I saw recently she was complaining about tiktok uh yeah one of her lives got she got she got banned permanently from going live on tiktok now well now because there was a rally because she has like over a million followers yeah and then she has a couple thousand like a several several handful thousand on instagram yeah so i guess people kept tagging and everything and then she also appealed it yeah and so then she was wearing like a full ass sweater and she got banned for for porn yeah mike <laughs> that, that happened to me. I'm granted, I never, I went never went live on TikTok before, but I just posted a video for May the Fourth be with you, Star Wars Day. Mm-hmm. I posted fan art of Finn and Poe, and they were kissing. Okay, fully clothed, mind you, pornography. And I got yeah, that video got taken down for adult, <laughs> for adult and sexual gra- No, for graphic and adult imagery. <sighs> this homosexual pornography. I'm like. <laughs> They were fully clothed. Yeah. And there was no erect, there was no bulge. <laughs> there was nothing like graphically sexual in that video. Wait, this is on Instagram or TikTok? This is TikTok. Oh, okay, TikTok. All right. And just, I just curious because I've seen I've seen male bulges on Instagram. I, appe- I, appe- <laughs> I, I, appe- like, I appealed it and won, but just the fact that it was fucking block banned. Yeah. And then the video, in terms of the view, it went nowhere. Like 
because you know because they blocked it immediately and then it was sitting for a while then yeah. i had to appeal it so then the views for that went nowhere and that's the thing we were talking about how it seems like it's an automatic algorithmic thing yeah. so this is, it happens too fast otherwise. so this it's is not someone's eyes on this so going back to what jordan was saying talking about what like his girlfriend like she gets she keeps getting blocked what i was saying before i can see videos on tiktok where you could literally see a guy's like whole dick print Oh my God! And those videos are fine. Are fine. Like, are they? Are they people of color? No, they're not. Exactly. Like, <laughs> look, look at this. Look at this video, Bruh. The entire reason for this video to exist is just showing my man's dick swinging. Like, in, you in, can see his whole sweatpants. yeah, his whole dick swinging, Bruh. And yet that video is allowed. That's fine. But Finn and Poe just kissing is, is is adult graphic adult. Well, well, what was graphic about it was interracial. <laughs> it was a black person kissing a, a person that isn't black, and it's also gay. So those two things in conjunction, bam! <laughs> it's, it's obscene. I don't want to see it on TikTok. <laughs> and it's just a, it's a trend. It, I, I've, I've seen too many people complaining about it for it not to be a thing. But I was just kind of speculating with, with Michael, like, how, what is it? In the because they'll, they'll make the excuse of like oh it's just an issue with the algorithm but we're correcting it but it's like what is the issue because if it's happening automatic and it's the algorithm flagging these things because is it is it's, scanning it's, for it's, darker skin I mean it's like, white what is it doing? It's white people making these algorithms because it's no different than take it take it outside of TikTok they they had issues issues with self driving cars not being able to pick up dark skin. Mm. and causing accidents like they were running over black people black and brown folk at night specifically mm. running over black and brown folk because they weren't able to pick up our skin color that's what they say because they didn't train yeah <laughs> meanwhile i was like a grand wizard of the kkk or, or, uh, or like uh automatic soap dispensers not able to pick up brown like even our the, the bottom of our hands yeah are the white. bottom of my hands are white but still it's, it's, it's darker than white people's uh bottom uh. of their hands so like not able to pick up their hand or pick up our hands yeah the so, invisible privilege. So it's like we got to deal with racist white people, and we got to deal with fucking racist robots. <laughs> racist robots. <laughs> like even 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 Damn this video, even a video like this. This isn't as bad, but still, like. But even if my girlfriend did the equivalent of this, just a she is just a dude wearing a, a, a bikini or not a bikini? What they call it? A thong? Uh, uh, a speedo? A speedo? And all the whole video is him just adjusting his dick for the camera, yeah, and then walking off screen, yeah. If my girlfriend wearing all fully clothed just touched <laughs> her boobs at all. She wouldn't even have such a boob. She'd just be talking. She would get flagged by TikTok or she'd be taken down by Instagram. And she's, she's, it's, what you don't see is, is the repercussions to the creators where it, it makes you question what you can and can't post. So all the time I see her debating what she should and shouldn't post. And that wouldn't be a question for a white creator or a person that's not of color because they don't have to experience the, the things being taken down. <clears throat> So it just it even stifles creativity, and it's this crazy trickle down effect of it 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 slowly silences the black voices on these platforms because people want to post less because of stuff like this, right? Yeah, because that's how I feel. I'm like, I'm, it's probably not gonna make me stop posting on TikTok, but yeah, it makes me not want to like really. It's discouraging. And 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 I, and I feel like because because me when I could because I, I hate when I have to. Uh, make videos like calling TikTok out because it's like it's, for me it feels like you know first world problem oh nobody's paying attention to me like mm. so I feel like ugh, I, I don't want to feel like oh like you know like oh a privilege like why nobody watching my video but at the same time if it's, it was happening it's, to a, a white but, person they'd not, be the first not, to not even just that but it's, just, <laughs> it's discouraging when you're constantly getting messages from other people saying like yo I like what happened like I don't see your stuff on my on my page anymore like yeah. did you st-? it's like no I didn't stop post I post like oh, damn near every day yeah it's gonna stop 
get lower now that I'm going back to work. Yeah. Because usually I would be, I would post, I, I mean, I would be sleeping right, right about now. So usually the best time to post is about this time. Mm. And then later on during the day, I'm sleeping later on during the day, going overnight. So I'm probably going to post yeah. as much on TikTok. But even still, like, I post damn near every day and it's discouraging when people say, yeah, I haven't seen your stuff like in like two weeks. Yeah. I'm like, well, I've posted. But you shouldn't feel- And then most people don't like, they don't go back and like, well, go go back and look at your stuff. Yeah. They're just like, no, it's out of sight, out of my, I don't, I didn't see it. Yeah, it's oh, the but speed I, of the internet. Oh, <laughs> but I saw this video today. So, oh, it's the first video I saw. I haven't seen you in a while. Where you been? Yeah. I'm like, I posted every day. They're not going to go back and like- yeah, You shouldn't feel gonna... guilty for just asking for fair treatment. <laughs> That's yeah. really what it is. It's like- or even like, like, um, like this. Bro, it's, is there a whole section of TikTok dedicated to dudes swinging their dicks? I don't <laughs> Like, what is it? There's a couple of videos. Let a woman do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or especially a woman of color do that. Because I've seen... Or like posting shit like this. Obviously, you know what you're doing. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. Obviously, you're, you're a guy. You have a ball. There's no way to fully always hide that. Even sometimes when you wear... Uh, <coughs> when you're in cosplay and you wear fucking... Uh, no, it's not the same thing. But I'm just saying, yeah, there's yeah, no way like, to always fully hide it. Yeah, but that's not that's 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 a full display. Well, no, I'm not saying this is. I'm yeah. not saying. So I'm saying. So there are those moments where you can't fully. But that is not. This is not what no, that is. That's deliberate sexualization. The same yeah. as if it was a woman basically squeezing her tits together and showing her cleavage for the camera. That'd be the same exact thing. You know what I mean? And just like oh, it's <laughs> or even like wearing like a like a string top, a string bikini top, and just like like oh on the beach and just like posing like that like you know what it is it's not about the fucking swimsuit <laughs> yeah like, the, like you know he's not wearing underwear and he's doing that on purpose there's no and yeah it's there's not, no purpose it's, not, yeah, it's, it's, it's hashtag bulge hashtag gay hashtag packing <laughs> like are you kidding me <laughs> but that's even that's okay but i i'm just waiting for an example or, or this like i'm telling you there's a whole bunch of videos but these are all light-skinned dudes too like these, these, I haven't seen one dark skinned person. No, you're not. Of course not. Yes. <laughs> so why is that? What is these? What are? What's the invisible line in this algorithm? Other than well, the skin's this dark, just disable it because it's it's obscene. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know what the excuse would be for how that part of the algorithm works. I I don't get. It. I was I would be more comfortable thinking it was a racist person reviewing these things and taking it down. Because then I could point the finger at somebody. But, but when you know, program it's, it's in... It's racist, racist algorithm. Exactly. When you program who, in... The, who makes these algorithms? White people. Yeah. When you program in the discrimination, it's another level of fucked up. Because it's like, wow, this is deliberate. Or, or Asian people who are just as anti-black. <laughs> and a lot even, of them are just as anti-black as white people. I would say people. probably even more so in terms of how open it is in those other countries. Like it's 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 not as because as far as I know, TikTok is mostly a Chinese based app. Yeah, don't they have like a base in America too now? Though I think now they do, but I think yeah. it's still most. I think the the majority shareholder is still based in uh yeah other countries. Like in one, it's one thing for the U.S. to be kind of subvert like uh like uh uh not subconsciously to be subtly racist. But in countries like China or whatever, like they just they put the racism on front street and they don't even care. It's like, eh, <laughs> fuck my people. Oh, Black Panther made us sleepy because there's too many black people on screen. Oh, Finn can't be a Jedi. Make him this small on the poster. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's stuff like that where it's obvious what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we went on a, a whole social media tangent. That's not what we're talking about this week, guys. <laughs> but we are talking about, like I said, uh, Army of the Dead. Castlevania spoilers for the full season review and my academia and news of the week. So things like the eternal trailer. 
Um, and we're trying to get this done fast so Mike can go to bed since, like he was saying, he just came off of work <laughs> and he works the third shift, so he needs to get his his beauty sleep. So let's jump right into uh, no iTunes reviews, like I said. So let's jump right into emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna wail. First email comes from. He's kind of brown. <laughs> Maybe the light hit him just enough. <laughs> or he looks... He might be mixed with something. Who knows? Dude, let's keep him up. It's crazy. There's a whole section of TikTok. <laughs> even, like, like, I don't... Like, how is Bro. this allowed? Yeah, like, how is this allowed? It's like, you just, can see his whole dickhead. And there's no, like... At least the other one was, like, people working out. That is just him posing his dick for the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Full white, by the way. Just, just so you guys know. <laughs> Uh, but Michael, put on a shirt. You're obscene. It's gross. <laughs> anyway, that nibba. Uh, recently, I watched a video on YouTube by Comic Books versus the World. I'm trying to figure out where I put my phone. Uh, it was titled, What If Thanos Had to Fight the MCU's Villains? Most of the villains, of course, would get annihilated, but the video got particularly interesting when it got to Ultron. What if he won Avengers 2 and successfully uploaded his consciousness into Vision's body? Couple that with his army of drones, and he might have been able to solo Thanos, in my opinion. But what are your guys' thoughts? Um, I mean, the fact that Vision was, like, basically fodder in Infinity War tells me that it wouldn't even require Thanos to defeat uh, Ultron and Vision's body. It just requires Corvus Glaive or whatever with that weird scythe thing. He just stabs Vision slash Ultron once. Like, oh, my powers! <laughs> I'm fucked oh, up! Oh, wait, what? Read the email. I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh, he's just basically saying there's a video talking about what would happen if Thanos fought the villains of the MCU rather than the heroes. So I guess if the villains had won all their movies and it was like oh. a world run by villains and he said it was interesting when Ultron, they got to the, what, what if Ultron had won Avengers 2? But the, like Vision guys asked what by- I would say the, yeah, because I'm like, the villains weren't that powerful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are moments and of foreshadowing. Ultron was stronger than Vision. That's why Vision wanted that body. I mean, Vision. Wait, what? Was, I mean, Vision was stronger than Ultron. That's why he wanted that body. Yes. Yeah. 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 So if he he had Vision's body, so what? He would still get stabbed by Corvus Glaive and yeah. same. Th- and now he's got no Shuri to try and fix him. So he's just like, oh god. <laughs> I mean, maybe because I did like an Endgame when um, Tony Stark referenced Age of Ultron when he was like, "I told you we need to make a shield of armor on the world, Cap, and you fucking told me we fight together, but you weren't there." So it was like it kind of implied if they did have that. But that, even that, place. even that whole thing was stupid. Because guess what? Why wasn't Captain America there, Tony? Because you didn't fucking call him. Your ego was too big that you didn't mm. want to make the call. Mm. Mm. Well, to be fair, I mean, Infinity War it happened really fast. No, but he still could. I mean, wasn't he going to no, call Cap? Remember, remember uh, Mark, Mark Hamill, <laughs> uh, Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner was like, call him, and he was like, he didn't want to call him. But I thought he was going to call him, but then all that shit happened. And he went out in space. He, nah, he could have called. Oh, I thought he was. He I don't know. I don't he could have sent the text message. <laughs> Cap, ah, sorry, heart. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the only people that would have had a, a chance against Donalds would have been like Hella, um, and Ego. But yeah, and, 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 and maybe because they said Hella was strongest on Asgard, so she left Asgard. Yeah. Well, how strong is she? Yeah. But wouldn't Donalds have to have gone to Asgard for the Tesseract if Loki didn't steal it and Asgard blew up? So you couldn't even gotten all the stones if no. I mean, yeah, I mean, but granted, if if uh, 
if the Infinity Stone is that powerful, maybe it would have survived the explosion of Asgard. Mm, true, true. Uh, he goes on to say, below is the team Thanos has to fight. Thanos has the Black Order, the Outriders, and stones that he had in the beginning of the Titan fight. Abomination, <clears throat> Killmonger, Yellowjacket, Hela, Ego, Ultron and his drone army, and Cassilius, Dr. Strange dude. Yeah, I think other than Hela and Ego, everybody else is just worse versions of the heroes. <laughs> like, Killmonger got beat by Black Panther, Yellowjacket got beat by Ant-Man, Abomination got beat by Hulk, and Hulk guy's ass whooped by Thanos, so... Um, don't count out Hillmonger. Don't count out Killmonger. It's anti-black. <laughs> well, I wasn't. I'm just saying he's weaker than Black Panther. Uh, Cap was seemingly holding his own against Thanos with a vibranium shield. Killmonger has an entire suit of the same shit. Was he holding his own? Oh, you, do you mean in Endgame? Or, but he had the, the Molnir at that point. But if you mean in Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, yeah but, if you, but if you're talking about Infinity War, he held his own for like two seconds before <laughs> Thanos was like, get the fuck off me. Yeah. <laughs> But that's interesting. I, I would have liked to see what would happen if Hela had won and Thanos had to go to Asgard with a super-powered Hela there. Because I think she could have sold his entire army the way she was fighting the Asgardians. I mean, she took out the whole fucking, damn near the whole country. Oh, yeah. no, country, not planet, the planet whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Thor's friends that he never talked about again. Yeah. <laughs> his best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember your friends, Thor? Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, next email comes from Time Warner slash Discovery Merger. Oh, it was from Gilbert Ramos, but his subject is Time Warner Discovery Merger. Uh, hello, Blurds. <coughs> I was surprised Michael didn't mention the merger between Discovery and Warner Media. Basically, AT&T and Discovery reached, arrangement, oh, reached an arrangement for Discovery to take over the, and manage Warner I, Brothers Media. Because I was going to talk about it this week. <laughs> oh, well, he was going to talk about it this week. <laughs> uh, as a result, now there's going to be a new company that will combine Discovery and all the WB with AT&T, keeping 71% of ownership, and Discovery will own 29% and will manage. <clears throat> In my opinion, this is a good thing. Discovery is a well-established media company in their own right, and for years yeah, they have they been... also mostly do reality TV. Yeah, I was like, what's like on Discovery's channel? HGTV, Food Network, Animal Planet. Yeah. All that is Discovery. Uh, Oprah, OWN Network. I think everybody's just ready for Warner Brothers to handle DC properties better. I think maybe that's what it is. I mean... Like, I don't know. Is that why the people are excited about this? Uh, is a well-established media company in their own right, and for years they have been growing and growing. I hope this... I hope for this to be when they finally course correct the last three years of messes and layoffs. Any thoughts on this new merger? P.S. Did you guys read the new Milestone comic? Stay nerdy, my blurdy. I'm assuming he's talking about the Static Shot comic. I have not yet. Yeah, me either. But I've been told that we should check it out. I feel like we, should, we were kind of obligated to. I didn't even know it was out yet. I thought it was coming out. I don't know. I think the digital is out, but the, I thought I was waiting for the physical. I don't think the physical is out yet. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I, what do you think about that that this merger news? Do you think on the surface that has any real implication about the quality of the things you're going to be producing? I mean, it could because, you know, now that Discovery is going to own uh, most of Warner Media, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some, sh you know, the new head of uh, this or the, yeah, the new head of Warner Media, who's the CEO of Discovery. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some firing, shuffling, all that other stuff. Who knows? Maybe because hmm. uh, you got something on your nose. Oh. But um, yeah. I know with like HGTV, like all the different factions, like HGTV has their own president, kind of like what uh, Alan Horn allowed for uh, Disney to do once they took over like Pixar. Like Pixar still has their studio head. Yeah. 
even though they're all owned by Disney. He's, they still let Pixar pretty much do whatever the fuck they're going to do. Yeah. Kevin Feige's the president over Marvel. They still got What's-Her-Face, Kathleen Kennedy over Lucasfilm. And Alan Horn's just mostly there for the big decisions. But he lets them pretty much work autonomously. They could pretty much do what the fuck they are going to do. Yeah. So who knows what, you know, Discovery, because I was watching another video and they were like, yeah, uh... HG, because I don't really watch. I mean, I, I watch Animal Planet every so often. I don't often. watch Discovery at all, so. I watch Animal Planet every so often. But they're like, yeah, uh, Discovery lets them do their own. Like, there's a president of HGTV. Mm. And there's another president of uh, Food Network. There's another president of Animal Planet. And they yeah. all do their own division. So maybe because of that, he may take the same route. And obviously, it takes like two years. Because I think about the Disney-Fox merger. It took about two years for it to go through. Yeah. So... If anything, we won't hear any uh, movement on what's going on with them for at least two years. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they'll announce DC's getting their own studio. Mm. And then he had, we don't know who, I don't know who they're going to pick to run it, but maybe yeah. maybe that could be a good uh, consequence of this merger. Yeah. Because I've been saying for a while, there should be a DC studio. Yeah. I think it's... Without knowing what creative <laughs> direction they're going to be going in, despite the merger, it's hard to say without just having wishful thinking of like, man, I sure hope that this is going to fix the DCEU and or DC movies going forward. But I think it's just all fans just hoping. But I mean, who knows if they do give, I think just the the overseeing producing company kind of removing themselves from the creative decisions would go miles in actually making these movies better. I mean, yeah. how basically every director except for James Wan had issues with the with uh, WB kind of meddling with the movies. Yeah, and I feel like that reflects in the quality of the movies. And also, part of it is like there's no, you know, with there being no DC studio, there's no central vision. Yeah, like remember once upon a time I mentioned what was producers like- with no talent they just foot the bill that want to have their say in the creative process ruined shit. I talked about it on, I, for, I forgot the name of the movie, but what was it like DC was thinking about doing like a Warhawk or some shit? Like Black, Black Man, Hawk? there were so many movies that were listed at one point. I was like, what? Why? Huh? Yeah, exactly. And I <laughs> yeah. feel like that's just because maybe just somebody was like, oh, that's that's something I'm interested in. Like there was no vision of what they want the DC yeah, universe to be. Yeah, there was some 70-year-old dude like, that was like, oh, yeah. I read that comic once. Oh, yeah, go, go do that movie. That'd be cool. It's like, no, uh, yeah. what, what's the vision here? Yeah, there is none. It's just, let's just throw darts at a wall and hope something sticks. <laughs> that's pretty much That's pretty much what they've been doing. Yeah, so hopefully they take a step back creatively and let actual people with vision kind of run the direction of their cinematic universe and or comic book properties. Um, next email comes from... Julian Phoenix, Star Wars slash Spotify. What's up, guys? With Dave Filoni taking over as executive director of Lucasfilm, well-deserved, and the cancellation of the Cara Dune show, which was Rangers Republic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I propose Disney make a... Well, sh- at least that's what we think. Mm. They never officially an- announced that she was going to be in it, but that makes sense to me. Like yeah, She well, was a ranger. She's, she's a new- she just recently got the New Republic badge, so yeah. what else? What else will be the Cara Dune show? Yeah. Uh, I propose Disney make a Stormtrooper show. It would basically be like the show Band of Brothers, but with the Stormtroopers and have a black lead. And if that black lead is not Finn, I don't want to see it. That, that's me talking. I'm like, <laughs> like a black lead and you're not specifying Finn? What? Also, the troopers will be loyal to the Empire, so no switching sides like they did in Battlefront 2. I don't know. I want to see the story of... I want to see an elaboration on the, the storyline we didn't get from the Rise of Skywalker, which is Finn 
and converting all his stormtroopers to to the side of good and the revolution that someone like Finn could have in that Which, if they were all able to world. overcome the brainwashing, they all got to be force sensitive then, right? Because <laughs> that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I guess. I don't even like that being the reason why he overcame the brainwashing. I just like the idea of him having a moral conscience. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it but just, no matter how much moral conscience, if you're brainwashed... Are they brainwashed or indoctrinated? Well, I, say, I, I think they were brainwashed. I don't know. See, I, got, I thought just child soldiers, they're indoctrinated. And he was just the I mean, type. Because be. remember in, in Force Awakens where his whole thing was just like, I, I didn't want to kill for them? You know what I mean? I feel like that's just the moral difference. I don't know, there's a whole fucking story, and we've talked about it a million times, but there's a whole Finn. If Finn was a protagonist of, the, of those three movies, it would have been a completely different trilogy and a much better story. Just so many, even that fucking, the fact that the traitor guy still leaves me with like a, man, what was the story behind that guy? <laughs> yeah, that like, seems like that was his best friend. In, in, the, uh, in the book, the Force Awakens novel, I, that was the one out of the trilogy I read, I read the Force Awakens novel. I didn't read the other ones. But that guy, that was like... Oh, no. Not, it wasn't the Force Awakens novel. There was like a Finn prequel book or some shit. Okay. I, I, I have it somewhere. I, whatever. I'm not going to go look for it. But basically, it explained like Finn's life. Like, it said in the... Uh, he was like one of the top top ranking of the four, of the Stormtroopers or whatever. Finn was? Finn. Which I'm like... Well, you don't get that Yeah, yeah you all. don't get that in the movie. You get he was just a janitor. Yeah. But no, he was the top ranking one and then that person that said traitor, whatever, that was like his best friend and everything like that. Yeah. It was none of like... None of that backstory in the movie. I was watching a video too of like the, 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 the scenes that were cut out from The Force Awakens and because of all the rewrites, you could see even in The Force Awakens that Finn was meant to have a bigger role that was just completely pushed to the side in The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. But they, there was like these moments that were cut out. I'm like, if they kept that in, then it makes so much more sense as to why Finn is important, just as is. important as Rey. Star Wars Before the Awakening. And yeah, so it was before, it was right before everything that happened with Rise of Skywalker. And like the fact that the concept of the, what was it called? So stupid in Rise of Skywalker, the dyad, the dyad should have been Finn and Rey because they were almost like two halves of one whole in The Force Awakens, where yes, they they were both Force sensitive, but where Rey was an adept at like being a pilot, they made extra points to show that Finn was the best shot. But then you get to the rise of Skywalker, Rage is the best at everything, and finishes yeah. a comic relief. And it was like, no, it made him important in the story that he might not have been the best pilot, but he was the and of course a stormtrooper who's a great shot. That's interesting. <laughs> and like you said, if he was one of the best stormtroopers, that would make sense. And even in this, like you get more of the relationship between him and Phasma. Like, here's the line: she has him stay behind after a training mission. And she says, FN-2187, your targeting was exemplary. Oh. According to the simulation, you fired your weapon only 36 times, scoring kills with 35 of those. You deployed one explosive, which, resulting in, which resulted in achieving of the objective and another six enemies killed. Mm. All of you should take your example from, from FN-2187, Captain Phasma said. Oh you are dismissed. FN-2187, stay. There is such a better story there. Can yeah. you imagine if this was the focus of Last Jedi? If it was like about Phasma and Finn's relationship and like slowly building the point where they had that face off with each other. And it's it's poignant because now we know it was kind of like a mother and son kind of relationship. And like even like this, like all it still this, goes with the family values of Star Wars. Because yeah. it's like a mother and son. And even all this stuff, like Captain Phasma saying to Finn or FN2187 because he wasn't Finn yet. But he's like, she's like, you have great potential, 2187. You are 
officer corps material. Your duty is to the first order above everything. Nothing else comes before that. FN 2003, which I think is the guy that said traitor, mm. must stand or fall on his own. If he stands, the order is strengthened. If he falls, the order is spared of his weakness. Am I understood? Mm. So like all of this backstory, yeah, that's not in the movie. Oh my god, it would be such a better fucking trilogy. Yeah, like even just reading this again, it's like I'm. I it makes me like I want to reread this. I want somebody to reboot the trilogy with Finn as the lead. I want it to be fucking canon. Fuck, <laughs> like it. It, it, it to, hurts you because you, the, yeah. Then you get to the movie. They're like, oh, I was just a janitor. This yeah. is supposed to be canon. Yeah, those he wasn't the, a janitor in here. Those were the rewrites. Somebody somewhere was like, you know what? Let's make him less important to put more more focus on Ray. But it's like she's the least interesting character of the two of them, and it just doesn't make sense. Well, it does make sense. Racism. <laughs> That's the real reason. That's why they didn't. They couldn't have a romance. That's why Finn couldn't hold a lightsaber again after the first movie. That's why he couldn't be a Jedi. That's why he couldn't even tell her he loved her and or was force sensitive in the third but yeah, movie. Yeah, during all the marketing. He's a Jedi. They got him with the lightsaber. They got him blown up on the... Yeah. Every every trailer is focusing on Finn. They, I, again, I was watching this YouTube video and it's like, he made so many good points about why Finn should be the main character. And we're gonna... I, I, this is not the Star Wars episode, guys. I'm just, I just want to make this, this point. Remember how we talked about before where Ray, Mary Sue or not, whatever, but she never actually suffered any real loss or damage. Like, she lost people like... like uh, like Han, but that's not even really her person to lose. But like in every other main character in the, in the Star Wars franchises, Anakin, Luke, they both lost a limb. And that's kind of like a, a common theme in Star Wars. Rey never suffered that kind of like pain, that kind of loss. But you know who did? Finn. In the first movie, where he's he didn't get his arm chopped off, but he got his spine slashed, mm -hmm. and they play it for jokes in the in the Last Jedi. But that to me shows me that he was and they don't always win their first. Uh, lightsaber battle Ray did which makes it feel like such like an add-on to that scene but what if he had lost to, to, to Kylo Ren and Ray instead of being the, the chosen one in the Jedi that, that was always meant to be which never was she rescued him and he escaped and then Kylo Ren seemed like a bitch by losing his first fight in the fucking first movie in the trilogy and he still has like his 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 his, his, his intimidation factor as a villain and then it makes more sense that that Finn loses that fight, so that way in the next two movies he gets trained up by Luke and actually becomes Jedi. That when he has remake with Kylo Ren later, it's it's the it's it's more like the original first two movies. Where like think Anakin versus Duke uh, Count Dooku, think uh, Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader. It makes so much more sense than to just oh wow I'm amazing with the Force Ray, and then oh wow I beat the main villain in the first movie. What? <laughs> Yeah, and it hurts everybody, everybody's character moving forward because then Kylo Ren had to struggle to be intimidating for the rest of that trilogy, and ultimately he really wasn't. <laughs> no, he wasn't because he became good. Yeah, with that forced ass kiss at the end. Yeah, and they tried so hard in the Rise of Skywalker to try and make him seem intimidating when it was like, oh man, he's been losing for the last two movies. I'm not scared of him. Like <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. <laughs> uh, next email comes from... Chris is listening to this like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Star Wars movies are amazing. Uh, and thanks for that email, Julian. He also says we should upload on Spotify. I keep forgetting. I'm going to do that for you, bro. Don't worry. Uh, next email comes from uh, Nick Hidalgo. Overall thoughts from the past few weeks. Got an essay long email composing my thoughts over the past few weeks of me listening and writing in. So be prepared. Oh my God. 
Alright, let's run through it fast. Hey Jordan Michael, Super Iron Halo here coming at you. I meant to send this email a couple weeks ago as you wanted some responses from uh, any of your Native American listeners regarding the Native American Captain America situation. Oh, this is actually interesting. Uh, well, raise his hand. I think I'll be happy to step up and make a comment. I didn't even, did you know he was Native American? No. Me either. Um, uh, now please take what I got to say is not a collective thoughts of all our different tribes, many of which are different in ways of culture and traditions. That's not, that's fair. You're not, I'm not going to assume all Native Americans are a monolith, like how the black community is often assumed to be a monolith. Uh, I am Yaki from my mother's side personally and regarding the situation itself as a native american while i think i like the idea i don't necessarily like the execution much nor the design of the outfit itself well that's what we said uh primarily this color scheme it looks horrendous i know why this character is made as michael said representation on paper and not much else i highly doubt we'll ever see his character see this character again in my opinion like i said neat concept i doubt we'll see mr joe gomez again i read the mini article basically stating the storyline is essentially going to follow everyone who's assumed the captain america mantle steve rogers bulky barm sam wilson john walker with the notable exceptions of frank castle for a time but marketing brand recognition with the mcu i get why he's not there anyway the plot will be about finding a missing shield from the quick re I did of the article. The series will be uh, he'll be featured in will be called the United States of Captain America. So I imagine many other Captain Americas will be featured in the series of planning. Uh, wait, no. Yeah, this, remember I mentioned the gay gay kid that takes on the mantle of Captain America. Yeah, so it's like fifty different caps basically. Yeah. Uh, will be featured in this series of painting. I suppose that diversity. Oh, it, painting the diversity in America, basically saying the Into the Spider-Verse thing of anyone can be Captain America, which I guess props, but at least make the colors different or show subtle ways to show the red, white, and blue, not just plaster it all over. Yeah, it, that, that costume was terrible. I also think, why did they need to make a new character entirely? Why not use existing characters to take up the mantle or semi-mantle of Captain America? Like a perfect example being Warpath from X-Men, oh, that's interesting, who already is Native American and is essentially a stronger, more durable Captain America. Hmm. Anyways, as well, I want to thank you guys for recommending Love, or Death, Danielle and Robots. Moonstar. She's Native American, too. All good points. Why not? Uh, thank you for recommending Love, Death, and Robots. I've never seen or really heard of the show, but before you guys review Volume 2, I made sure to binge it to... Uh, binge it the week volume two came out i haven't finished watching all of volume one yet but i gotta say thus far i disagree with you on volume two. Oh well and love um probably a little more than volume one wow wow that's imp- that's a, that's yeah, that's interesting that's, that's interesting yeah. Yeah. um my favorites in no particular order from volume two were automated customer service wow oh no, no particular order okay uh pop squad all through the house and yes i loved it y'all just didn't get it shaking my head the drowned giant Oh, we just we just, we yeah, just didn't we're get just, it. We're, just, we're, just, we're not artsy enough. Yeah, it's too deep for us. Uh, as for I'm seeing if he elaborates. As for volume one, so far my faves are again in a particular order: three robots, the witness, mainly for the twist at the end, suits. Uh, Which one is the wit? Oh, the witness. Um, that is a loop. Mm, right. Oh yeah, the where she running through the streets with her yeah. tits out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hicks she, Farmers. She was on TikTok. She would have No. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no. She's she's kind of light-skinned. <laughs> uh, the suits. That's the Mecca one. Um, wait, you didn't say... Really? You didn't like um, uh, when the yogurt took over? That one's Ice Age and Good Hunting. He liked when the yogurt took over? Yeah. And he didn't list Into the Aquila Rift, which I think is like the best one. He didn't list Shapeshifters. <laughs> that's the werewolf one? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
well respectfully disagree nick <laughs> uh anyways guys that's about it for my overall thoughts on things for the past couple of weeks hope you guys are still doing well michael hope your mom is doing better with her COVID recovery as well also right. michael just wondering if you ever played dungeons and dragons i feel like you love it a lot same with jordan as it's a collective storytelling game i i really I haven't I haven't either, but I wanted to play that at my prom because I didn't have a date for my prom, so I wanted to be a super nerd and play D&D with my friends, but no one wanted to. I'm not bitter. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I know Michael won't have a lot of time on his I hands. I don't know anybody that would be interested. Like, yeah. Was, like, because isn't like you got to get a group together and you like roll the dice and whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, closest thing I've seen to play was like Stranger Things. <laughs> mm. Uh, but yeah, he's basically saying you might like it with the bard, sorcerers, warlocks, so all that blood, sex, and magic. Um, all right, guys, I'm out. You guys take care and keep well. I'm out of y'all. I'm out of here, y'all. In peace, Jordan. Never forget movie spoiled by Jordan Logan 2017 Godzilla v Kong 2021. <laughs> so every four years, I've got <laughs> so just uh, maybe that'll be the next Avengers movie. I'll spoil my accent. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for the email, Nick. Always love hearing your thoughts. Um, and interesting that you liked. Uh, Love Death and Robot season one, season two, more than one. Um, I haven't heard that yet from no. anyone, so that's interesting. Uh, and I think this is our last email. You're an odd soul. <laughs> yes, you're you're a unique snowflake. Um, I think this is our last one from our old pal Xavier Sutton. Hey, you guys, uh, want to know something crazy? The first episode I listened to was episode 17 CW crossover review. I was 16 at the time. Now I just turned 21 Saturday. Oh my God, I feel oh, so geez. old. <laughs> just some food for thought for you guys. Food for thought? Does it make me feel old? I don't know. What kind of food yeah, for thought George, is that? Jordan, you're old. <laughs> yeah, okay. You Anyways. are. I wasn't here for 16. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to give my thoughts on something you guys brought up a few weeks ago. You were talking about how for TV shows, you prefer network like streaming services to release episodes for new show seasons week by week like Disney Plus instead of dropping it all at once and binge watching it like Netflix. I will agree that there are certain shows like Cobra Kai where they have small time skips in between episodes should have weekly releases. But when shows or animes have a long story or an arc in multiple episodes, I would prefer binge watching. Like, for example, WandaVision is obviously a show you should watch week to week. I agree. But I'd argue that Falcon and Winter Soldier should have or could have dropped all their episodes at once. Just my thoughts. What do you think? I agree that they're not, not all shows are created yeah, equal. Yeah, but I'm trying. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I like the week to week speculation. Yeah, I like the week to week Falcon Winter Soldier. There wasn't as much speculation. No, but I feel like actually no. I think for Falcon and Winter Soldier, it probably would have been better to drop all at once because uh, I feel like the, I feel like the there was so much there was so you. much build up and and questioning, and then it didn't. There was no real the, the follow through or the conclusion didn't hit as well. I feel that, that it made it a little bit dis- more disappointing because of the week to week with like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, this episode was so good. Or, you know, the episode, episode five, yeah. what's going to happen in the last episode? Yeah, so yeah. you're like, hype. And then you get to it. You're like, this is it. So maybe if you watched it all at once, you'd probably be like, oh, OK, that was like a, you know, like a six hour. That was a movie. Yeah, I, I'm of two minds with that. If, if they kept Falcon and Soldier exactly as it is and just dropped it all at once, it depends on what you prefer. 
I I like that one week where Falcon Winter Soldier was like the best thing ever in my mind. <laughs> like, and that was after episode five. Where I was like, oh my God, the climax is going to be so good because they finally hit all the high points of this season in this last episode, the penultimate episode. So the last one's going to fucking knock it out the park. But if I had just watched the next episode right after that, I don't, man, would the hype of the fifth episode carry through more into the final episode? Or would, it taint, or would the final episode have tainted my experience with the fourth episode? fifth episode if i watch it right after i don't I mean, it know tainted it regardless <laughs> it did but i got to live in that for a week of like oh this is awesome and yeah the come down was harder but i also i feel like i got to be in that moment higher and longer you know what i mean because i'd be like oh it's awesome next episode higher, further faster baby yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know but i do agree that i feel like it depends on the quality of the show and what happens at the end and beginning of each episode so something like uh jupiter's legacy Definitely need to be uh, binge dropped, and it was. But if that had been week to week, it's funny. I still haven't finished it. <laughs> man, you're missing nothing, especially knowing what I know about the comic. I'm like, this is not going to end well for the show. So, like, if that had dropped week to week, I wouldn't even finish the season. I did finish the season, and I'm still underwhelmed. And honestly, I'm kind of burnt out on it because I finished it like as fast as I did, and it just felt like a blur of like, eh, it's kind of mediocre. So, like, it doesn't the, the the highlights don't even stand out as much because I got to watch it all at once. It's, it's. I think it's preference, really. And I think it's up to the creators themselves to know what they've made and what its strengths are as to how they should release it. Uh, he finishes off by saying, one last thing I want to talk to talk about how good Superman and Lois was in this recent episode. I heard the last episode was good and I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? it? I didn't see it. All right, so that's something for us to talk about next week. I think it might be the finale or almost the finale. Um... This episode, uh, I'm glad Tyler Hoechlin's Superman is able to shine instead of being disrespected in Supergirl. In this story, the boys and Lois, or the story of the boys and Lois are fantastic. I hope CW will give this treatment to their upcoming shows. That's all I have to say. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Thanks, Xavier. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say because I haven't seen the episode people were talking about that they really enjoyed. I saw Eunice World of Flash kind of like freaking out about it. But you freaks about a lot of things. So I don't know like <laughs> what that means. But if you're saying that it was dope too, then I've got to assume it was definitely something of note. Um, even though I think from our last couple of reviews, I've been kind of not soured on it, but it it didn't have the same momentum as those first two episodes. Kind of started meander with the plot and meandered with the samey Smallville vibes that we've seen a million times. Of like, oh, everybody's a Kryptonian villain and everybody's got kryptonite. And it's like, all right, we've yeah. seen this shit. Um, so, it, but I heard this twist. So maybe the twist makes everything worth it. I think that episode he's talking about was directed by um, Diggle, Gordon Ramsay. No, nope, not Gordon Ramsay. John Ramsay is that his name? Uh, John Ramsay. Yeah, yeah Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the chef. <laughs> fucking donkey <laughs> all right but that's it for uh emails again guys leave us an itunes review if you haven't yet because we we're kind of dry on the itunes reviews for a while um last one was in the end of april and now we're at the end of may so help us out we're at 285 we're trying to get to 300 um but yeah at least drop us an itunes review or leave us an email the blurred version at gmail.com we read them aloud on the show every week but that being said let's jump into the topics of the week let's start with army of dead you ready to play there's $200 million in the vault beneath the strip. With a 32-hour window to get it out. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back. 
What the? They're not what you think they are. They're smarter. They're faster. They're organized. The best that you can hope for is to die. Oh, Scheiße. Zack Snyder's latest project. Oh, I didn't see that. Wait, what? I saw Army of the Dead. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Army of the Dead, you fucking semantic motherfucker. <laughs> and for those that don't know our race to be home on Blur Vision, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchapon. Um... Yeah, let's talk about this Zack Snyder movie where I feel like we're we're kind of in a Zack Snyder sense. Where after it's only two movies, <laughs> man, that's enough nowadays. If you're if you got a, a run of two things in a row, people are like, "Oh, the king is back." Maybe was it DC holding it? Was it not DC even? Was it was it WB holding him back? Was it one arm tied behind his back in the studio? Is that why we didn't get the true Zack Snyder? Um, and I said before in the podcast that I one of my favorite zombie movies of all time is a Zack Snyder zombie movie, Dawn of the Dead. Um, this is not a sequel to that movie, which I'm like feels like it's a missed opportunity, but maybe it's not because that movie was so old. That's really like, that's, that's part of the reason why I didn't go back and watch because he said it's not a because I was like I gotta pay for this to watch it. Then yeah. I read it. it's not a sequel. It's not a uh, sequel. So I was like okay, all right. I'm yeah, not even do how it. it starts has nothing to do with how Dawn of the Dead ended or started. Um, you might say that Dawn of the Dead, maybe this is a prequel to Dawn of the Dead, and Dawn of the Dead happens afterwards. That might make more sense. Even, and I, I also heard that, um, like they do nowadays, before you even release one movie, they've got a whole universe planned for this shit. So there's, like, there's movies within this movie that when you're watching, you're like, that's a movie unto itself. And then you find out, oh, it's supposed to be. They're going to do prequels and sequels and all this, and spinoffs and all this bullshit. It's like, that makes sense. <laughs> Did you get that sense even just watching it? I mean, with any movie, they always want to potentially do a franchise or whatever. Yeah, but the montage sequence, you know how Zach Sander loves his montage sequences. Yeah, every movie. Yeah, so the montage sequence at the beginning of this movie was a whole plot to a movie that was like, I want to see that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, in the beginning, I was like, I was like, of course, with Zack Snyder, I was like, this looks beautiful. Yeah. But I was like, where's, give me more of this. Mm. Funny you say that, too, because he, he usually doesn't DP his own stuff, but this one he did. So no, he, this was all Zack Snyder. He wrote it, he directed it, and he was a cinematographer. Yeah. People have been complaining, though. I thought it looked good, but people, I've seen complaining about um, some of the camera effects of like shallow depth of field and reusing shot or compositions with like the, uh like a lot of blur effects a lot of blur yeah. I, didn't, I didn't necessarily have a problem i didn't have an issue with it either yeah. there's a lot of slow motion too with people being killed by zombies as they i didn't think the happens. slow motion was as bad as justice league though no you mean the snyder cut yeah the for snyder, sure cut, the snyder cut yeah. the snyder cut was like an hour of slow-mo like yeah <laughs> so no i wouldn't even say it's that but i did notice that there was a lot of moments where characters got killed and there was slow motion the entire scene and i was like does it is necessary but i didn't mind it like so um i guess we'll give our general thoughts non-spoilery and then we'll jump right into spoilers after we give our ratings uh you want to go first you You go go first first. i go first i go charge my phone okay (laughs) okay so i give my review to (laughs) no one in the room but just our audience out there um like i said 
I'm a huge zombie fan. I, I've always been a fan of the survival horror genre. So zombies is fits right into that. It could be disaster movies, but zombies are really just a, a disaster movie with living things. It's, it might as well, <laughs> Michael's out here limping. <laughs> but it could be from... I used to fucking work in an eight-hour shift and standing on my feet the whole time. <laughs> so it, it could be an earthquake, hurricane, zombies. It's all the same shit. It's just people finding a way to survive in the same situation. Um, my hesitancy with this movie going into it was usually when they put army people in, the, uh, in a survival horror movie... It changes the dynamic of what I like about survival horror, which is I like a diverse group of people kind of being thrown together and seeing how they react and bounce off each other, learn about each other, grow from each other, portray each other. But when it's all army people and military people, it changes the vibe of these stories where now it's like a group of people that are more capable of defending themselves, don't find themselves in situations as much that are like uh, above their depth. They always have a plan. They have they're more control of most situations until they're not because it's still a zombie movie. <laughs> um, and it also changes usually the, the chemistry between the characters because now they're all kind of of the same background to some extent. Um, that being said, this movie had a big cast uh, from, John, from Dave, John, Dave Batista, um, and a lot of other people that I didn't really know, but what's his name from uh, Ghost Rider was in here, <laughs> and and uh, Sons of Anarchy, Juice, what the guy of uh, Ghost Rider, <laughs> Jordan's being racist. <laughs> what he's Sons of Anarchy guy, the guy his name though, the guy that's not the guy from Ghost Rider. Oh shit, you're right. He's um <laughs> he's the dude racist. from, from Cottonmouth. That, yeah, that's about, the guy from Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah, that's Shades. I, I don't like him as an actor that much. Even I first saw him on Sons of Anarchy. You're right. So they look similar to me. <laughs> but even even though I will say they're being Hollywood's being racist too. Because I think I looked him up. Theo Rossi. They usually have him play like some like Hispanic. He is. He's the the designated Hispanic person. But I looked him up. He's Italian. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. He's Hispanic in Sons of Anarchy. That's weird. But he's, <laughs> but he's actually Italian in real life. So maybe, maybe he has some Hispanic roots. But when I looked it up on Wikipedia, it says yeah. Italian. And he always plays like a smarmy asshole. He did that, so he was that in Luke Cage. So because he he's was one that... of those brown, those, you know, somewhat colored Italians. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, Hispanic. That, that kind of fucked me up because I know that. <laughs> but yeah, he's got a diverse cast of characters. Um... With, with personalities that I did enjoy. So the characters themselves, I like their banter. I like, uh, I found my, and, and luckily this movie does take the time in the middle to try and give you more time with the characters. There's some downtime in the middle so you actually care about them a little bit more. Um, so I think the characters and the visuals and the actions are definitely the strengths of this movie. My only issues, and you say Zack Snyder wrote this, I didn't know that going into this, but now that you say that, kind of makes sense, not in terms of the character dynamics, which shows me that uh, especially in Justice League that um, was directed by Joss Whedon, he does, Zack Snyder does have, especially after seeing the Snyder Cut, he does have a a a, a finger on what's funny, like like funny humor, banter. He's good at that. I mean, like I, I like the, the banter in this movie. My issue is with the plot. There's, there, are, there are moments in the plot that just don't quite make sense. There are moments and scenes I'm like, why didn't they do, I put myself yelling at the screen in ways that, I find myself yelling at the screen in in not well written. I mean, yeah, movies. the people are stupid. Yeah, they do shit that's like, why? What? She's right there. Help her. Like, you know, moments like that where it's like, what? 
you know that he's not on your side. Say something. Oh, you're not going to say anything because of the plot. Okay. I'm not. I felt like, the same way. I was there's like, so many moments like before that. Before you die, say something. <laughs> like, you don't have to die. You're, all your friends are right there. Why don't you help her? Like, There's so many moments like that. I felt that way too, but I didn't... I, I it annoyed didn't, me. I, it didn't bother me that much. It annoyed me because it kept I was, happening. I was screaming at this kid, but I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even the the daughter David Batista's daughter character. Oh, I, she was. I was. I was. Yeah. So many things she did. The fact that at the end, especially. <laughs> well, the the way the the way that it ended, I was like, really, really. Which which part of the ending? There's two endings. Like the the, the end end the end end. Okay. Yeah. How did you not notice? Huh? How did you not notice? Well, no, not well, not 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 that that too. I was like, oh, yeah. the whole helicopter sequence. Nah. The helicopter yeah, the helicopter sequence. sequence. The fact that. <laughs> It was her. The fact that, like, she she was the final girl, or whatever. I was like, well, I mean, the, the whole reason you're there didn't even didn't even work. So you you sacrificed so many people for something that didn't even work out. I can't elaborate without yeah. going to spoilers, but I'm it's like, like really. But even just the, the fact that she was the one that survived, how I was convenient. Like, Come on, like you're the you're the character I like the least. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Especially I like the helicopter pilot. There were characters in this that I also thought needed more screen time, like her, that didn't get enough. Well, that I can forgive that because there's behind the scenes. She, they actually. Oh, what happened? Um, there was actually somebody else playing her character, a guy. Oh. But he got a like sexual misconduct on set or something like that. Oh, on this set? I think so. I, I, or something like that. So they took him out the movie. Yeah. And they put her in the movie. Like the movie was already done. Yeah. But they had her do all her scenes on green screen. So oh. all the moments that she's interacting them, she's not really that like there. She's not really there. Oh, it's all Zack Snyder cinematography. That's so, impressive. Yeah, so I didn't they're, even they're, notice yeah, that. So they're not really interacting with her. She's like acting by herself. Holy and shit! And then they inserted her into the movie. Wow, that's actually more impressive because I never even put that together. And she's one of my favorite characters in the movie. I think her personality, for the little bit she's in it, the little, the few lines she does have, she's got so much personality. I'm like, why isn't there more of her rather than the daughter character? So, yeah, so that, I forgive that. Yeah. Um, but I would say that I like this movie less than even Dawn of the Dead because of those plot issues that I kind of just mentioned. And also, there just wasn't... When they get to the actual zombie killing of it all... There wasn't enough horror there for me. There wasn't. I wasn't really in suspense like I would be in another zombie movie. Like even though I like the characters, I still wasn't invested enough in them. When they started, you know, dropping off, I was like, oh no, that person. Oh no, that person. I was just like, yeah, okay, <laughs> whatever. All right, yeah. It's kind of you should have died. I don't know why you did the thing you did. I don't know what the plan here was. You should have been running. Like you know, I mean, there's so many moments like that. Um, and but. But another positive I will say is they did more with the story behind the zombie outbreak. George Jordan doesn't like magic. There's no magic. They're fucking zombies. That's magic. <laughs> In fact, there are moments where I'm like, are there robot zombies? What? Yeah, I don't, what is I don't that? know. I don't know what that was. There's there's there's, there's, there's weird Zack Snyderisms where there's, there's even a moment. This is not spoilers, but there's even a moment where they kind of entertain the thought of a time loop, alternate timelines in a zombie movie. I'm like, there's robots, there's alternate timelines, but it's not even like, it's not part of the story. It's love, just kind of love thrown out there. robots. Kind of, <laughs> but it's just kind of thrown out there and it's never brought up again. So it's like a, what was that about? Where is this going? And it's another thing. There's a lot of moments, we talk about Chekhov's gun. There's a lot of moments where they set things up that never come back. Like there, 
again, I'm not, this is not spoilers, but there's a moment in the beginning when they first get into the zombie quarantine area. They they see all these like these these big piles of zombie corpses, and they're all dried out in the sun. In the sun, and it's like okay. Uh, one of the characters goes like, "Oh yeah, when it's uh, when they're all dried out, they can't move, but when rain hits them, they come to life." Uh, so I'm thinking, okay, this this whole movie's a heist to to get money and and get out of the zombie quarantine zone in time. But I'm like, all right, so when they're trying to get out, there's gonna be a moment where it starts raining. They didn't plan for that. And all these dead zombies that were like just kind of lying around are gonna come back to life and attack people. Or maybe maybe bite somebody you're not expecting to bite. It doesn't come back. And I'm like, what? What was the point of me mentioning it then? <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of things like that that happen. And I'm like, why even bring it up if not, nothing came of it? Like, but then, like I was saying before, one of the pluses I think is the way the zombie apocalypse starts, there's a through line that I wasn't expecting that I wanted to see more development for, but again, doesn't. And it's it's how the, they're, they're called um, alpha zombies. So the, mm-hmm. the main alpha zombie, there's a storyline with that alpha zombie. It's not spoken, but you kind of get the implication of what's going on there. But there's not enough there there, I think, to actually make me feel anything for it. I'm like, what's well, interesting? What's going on there? Maybe that's a prequel. <laughs> Maybe that's the, the story before the story. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Didn't love it. Even though I wanted to really love it, because I like I said, I love zombie movies. Um, so I would give it a But it's still a fun zombie ride if you just want to see dave batista and a bunch of other army dudes go fight zombies i I would give it like a low more than passable maybe a high passable i'm somewhere in there um but i wanted to give it perfect but unfortunately just didn't do it for me that way but what are you you're fucking trash (laughs) oh you loved it (laughs) i gave it a perfect vision really (laughs) yes how how's it perfect (laughs) yeah because I agree. Oh, here's here's Michael being irresponsible. I don't care. Fuck you. Because I agree with all your criticism, but they didn't bother me that much. Okay, all right, fair. So, like, even 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 uh uh the moment when you saw me screaming with the girl, like, I was just like, tell them what's happening. Like, I feel that's because I literally said the same thing when I was watching. I was like, why why didn't you say anything? What the fuck? Why don't you help her? (laughs) She's your friend, right? I was (laughs) like, oh, that's stupid, but. It still, it wasn't like, uh, it didn't sit with me the whole time. I was just all like, right, we're going to go over all the weird plot holes then. So I, I, want, I want you to justify this shit. <laughs> and even, even when you mentioned like the character, like I, I did, even though there wasn't a lot for, from the characters, I feel like the, the, the stuff that we did get, it, it did kind of maybe root, root for certain characters. That, and and uh, I was kind of disappointed that they died. Like, like the girl. Like, we didn't really get much from her character, mm. but just a little bit, like, the fact that she was just so badass and she was able to survive. I was like, come wait. on, oh, come on, you can do it. Wait, you know, wait, I was like, wait, you mean the helicopter chick or? No, not the helicopter chick. The, the, uh, the Spanish chick. The Spanish chick. Okay, okay. I was, I was like, yeah, uh, the way when she was, I was fighting, like, I was like, oh, I was like yeah, I was like, water ball, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, she's a badass. Okay, yeah. it's a twist of what I thought was coming, So, but they didn't go that way. <laughs> and, I, and I even felt the same way with, uh, what's his face, with the, the, the chainsaw or whatever. What's his name? The black guy. The black guy. Yeah, yeah, and his dynamic with the German guy. Yeah, I like their banter. Just wasn't enough there for me. Nah, I, I mean, no, there could have been more, but I still, I had, I had fun with it. Yeah, and uh, like, I had fun. <laughs> and funny enough, like, I was like, why is why why am I getting more of a character from a zombie that doesn't talk? In this movie, mm. than I got from man, than I got from Superman and fucking uh, Batman, <laughs> Batman v Superman. Yeah, he kind of had an arc. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm getting a full arc from this zombie. Like, I know everything I need to know from this non-talking zombie. Yeah, and I don't know anything about <laughs> Superman. <laughs> and yeah, this is supposed to be his movie. Yeah, 
more but, of a love story than Lois and Superman. You're kind of right. Yeah. BBS. <laughs> but I also I also like the just the depiction of uh, of zombies. Granted, I didn't see the uh, Dawn of the Dead original Dawn of the Dead, but just the fact that the organized. I don't think it's something they didn't you, have that. I don't think it's something you really ever seen before. I mean, no. the closest you probably got is maybe World War Z, where they will all come together like form a thing to go over. But it wasn't. They weren't like smart and thinking, and no, it yeah, was still no. just all based on instinct. Yeah. And I like how they, there was like different versions of zombies. There was a slow zombies. There was a smart zombies. Yeah. There was so, a, so some some ways, zombies knew how parkour. Like. Yeah. So in some ways, <laughs> so in some ways, it's like zombie land with the with the different factions of zombies. Yeah. And I don't know. I like that. I thought I thought that was. Yeah, I didn't. I, I thought it was cool. There was a zombie tiger, and that that sequence with the zombie tiger that was cool. Zombie tiger. Yeah, yeah. I like the zombie tiger. Yeah. And there was a zombie fucking horse. <laughs> I got a problem with the zombie horse, actually. Oh, why do you have a problem with the zombie horse? How how do, how fast does the horse go versus a helicopter? It's a zombie. <laughs> no, fuck that. There's a moment at the end where I'm like, how the fuck did you get from there to there faster than they did? What the fuck? It's a zombie. <laughs> no, no, it's stupid. It's plot contrivance. There's a lot of moments like that where I'm like, it just takes me out because I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. What? It's a zombie. All right. <laughs> Zombie horse. <laughs> zombie horse. They have they have <laughs> zombie powers. There's just ways to do it without even, doing Because even even with that, like Grant, it does things they didn't explain, but even with the baby, it had like some blue energy shit. I thought at first the I'm blue like, what the, is that? I thought the blue was just like whatever made them zombies in the first place. What like that that's like the the main, that, I'm like, the main formula. How's a zombie something. pregnant? How, how does this work? <laughs> it, it immediately well, spoilers. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I I'll it's not huge spoilers. Because that kind of even happens in Dawn of the Dead, but not a zombie zombie. A zombie on zombie. But I was going to say, I'm like, it immediately made me think, like, how do zombies fuck? <laughs> like, I was just like, what are the intricacies of zombie fucking? I don't, I, I don't yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they don't. There's like a, a, a tongue. I don't know, the fact that made me think about it was disturbing. <laughs> I mean, I want to know. I, want, I need. I need to see a video. I want to see a whole prequel. Yeah, I need, I need to see a video called "When Zombies Fuck." When zombies fuck. So I don't know. I, like, yeah, Zombie I agree. Like. There were problems with this movie, but there were problems that I didn't have that much of a problem with. Mm. So it's fair. It's not subjective. So yeah. yeah. So like, I would say, out of like a lot of the zombie movies that I see, this is like one of the best ones. Like I said, I didn't see Dawn of the Dead. There are better ones. You just didn't watch them. <laughs> I, I, I just said, I just said, I didn't see Dawn yeah. of the Dead. I didn't see like Train Busan. You see Train Busan? I see. I didn't say it was better than Train to Busan. I said it's one of the best. Oh, okay, okay. But yes, okay. I seen Train to Busan. Train to Busan is like number one. What about Twenty Eight Days Later? I seen Twenty Eight Days Later. You think it's better than Twenty Eight Days Later? I like this better better than Twenty Eight Days oh, Later. Disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but fair, you know, it's all it's all opinions. Fuck you. So perfect vision for you. Yes. Okay. Hey man, at least someone thought that it was of that quality. See, so you're of the mind of this is a Zack Snyder science. Cause you gave no. Snyder, you gave a Snyder cut and this perfect vision. But fuck, Michael loves fuck, Zack Snyder. Fuck Zack Snyder. <laughs> what? Fuck Zack Snyder. You, you love the last two Zack Snyder movies more than me. No, I didn't say I, I didn't love man. It's, I, I loved it better than what we got. Uh, but I still had problems. Okay. With Snyder cut. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. Um, so let's just go into spoilers. Let's talk about um, plot points that I, I think we should elaborate on. Um, I guess maybe we should start with. Let's start with the 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 whole mosquito bites. I thought that wasn't in the movie. Was it mosquito bites in the movie? I'm confused. No, it was mosquito bites on me. Oh, itchy. Yes. Uh, um, 
Let's start with the the security guy. See, I'm getting all I'm getting all omens that I shouldn't have gone back to work. Yeah. Fucking car gets towed. Now I'm all bit the fuck up. Like I got bumps all over my legs. Not a good first day. No. <laughs> not a good first day impression. And even while I was while I was at work, I'm like fucking clapping mosquitoes all over because mosquitoes. Why are mosquitoes all over. at your job? That is a great question. But there are mosquitoes. There were mosquitoes all in the kitchen. So Ew. That's, that's why I'm fucking in the kitchen itching. I don't want to eat there. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Remind yes, me never. And the, and it's not a, like a lot, a lot, but they're still. I think any amount is too much. <laughs> yeah, like they get when it gets hot. They get. I don't know how they get in. Some, but I guess because people, you're opening the door. Yeah. People, deliveries are coming in and out. So, but mosquito. And then one. All you need is like two. Yeah. To get in, and then they can multiply. Uh, so yeah, I'm like all. Oh, and I was saying, I was like. I should fucking bring out bugs. Anytime I come to work, I should have, because I'm like, there should be a bug zapper in here, back here, mm. but there's not, because I guess that's a DOH violation. Okay. I'm like, you know, I fuck, when I come, because DOH doesn't come during my shift, I'm like, well, I should buy a fucking bug zapper. So when I come to work, it's back here, because yeah, like I, I've been itching, scratching myself this whole fucking podcast. Mm, no boy, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? Oh, right. So um, things I want to talk about. Let's start with. I really actually want to discuss the the plot holes or like the plot contrivances that I saw that bothered me, but I guess it didn't bother you. The security guy gets Because I sent, saw them too. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I want to discuss them and see why he didn't bother you. The security there's a security guy that gets sent in with the main heist team. And like even the concept itself, I'm like, okay, so there's a heist movie within a zombie movie where Las Vegas is taken over by zombies and they are somehow able to completely quarantine it off by having these giant stacked like uh, crates all around the city, which is amazing. I'm like, I want to, again, I want to see the logistics of that movie, the, the montage movie to see how they're able to yeah, quickly, how they figure, yeah, how they figure it out. They're able to figure it out and then have the speed to build a wall like Trump around all of Las Vegas, all of Las Vegas. I'm like, okay, I, what, I'll just take it as it is. But the guy that sends in Dave Bautista and his team that were part of Las... Like, for whatever reason, they were in Las Vegas. I guess they were... The military sent in and they were just escaping to try and save civilians and stuff like or that. Or they were just regular Already people. there. Or they were just regular people already there. Well, not regular people. They were, they were all military trained. Well, I, I meant, like, people living in Las Vegas that yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah, we don't... Did they ever make it clear if they were or not? I don't... I don't remember. I think so. Okay. But like I said, there's a whole movie that we just didn't see where they're, the movie starts with them escaping from Las Vegas. It's the whole team we kind of follow um, in this movie. And uh, the there's an, uh, what's his name? The guy from Last Samurai, guy from uh, Mortal Kombat. He was he was Scorpion. He was the guy that trained Tom Cruise in Last Samurai. I didn't see last Japanese guy. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? It's Scorpion. I, I don't know. Get nice. over here. Yeah, I, don't know I, I don't know his name, but Scorpion gives gives Drax <laughs> Dave Batista the 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 blueprints to the vault he wants to crack open and tells his team. I, I didn't even know that was Scorpion. <laughs> Man, I hope not being racist. I think it's Scorpion. It's the same guy. Um, Is it though? I hope so. <laughs> I hope not being racist. So it's like, all right, cool. And hey. Take my security guy with you. He's going to keep tap. He didn't say it, but he's going to help you guys, you know, get to the vault and do what you got to do. And then, you know, get out in time for because they're trying to do all this before there's a nuke that gets dropped on Las Vegas to wipe out the zombie threat. All right, cool. So the whole time in every zombie movie, there's tropes, right? And there's an obvious trope of who's the who's the heel? The one guy in the group that, you know, is going to turn everybody eventually and betray them. 
right from the door. They make it so clear it's that guy. Obviously, the security guy's gonna fuck them over. They even make a point when they actually get into Las Vegas that the helicopter chick, in a, another scene where I had never guessed that she wasn't actually there. I thought she was there. She says, turns to Dave Bautista and is like, hey, this guy right here, I think he was sent here to keep tabs on us. We should kill him. Saying the obvious. Saying things, I'm like, okay, so Zack Snyder's aware of this trope and he's gonna subvert our expectations by either not making him a heel or they're aware that he's gonna be a heel, so they'll kill him off before he's able to uh, eventually ruin everybody else's like uh, uh, chances of survival. But what happens? He gets left alone with the Spanish chick. First opportunity he gets, fucks her over, almost kills her, or actually oh, no, does kill he her. He does kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the moment where you, where I'm, compl- I'm, I'm talking to Michael about like that makes no fucking sense. Where she, you think she's dead, but then it's like, where's, where's my friend? Where's she at? I don't know. I didn't see her. She, she was behind me the whole time. I'm like she was with you. Asked us. Oh, so again, I'm like, oh, you're gonna subvert the expectation of, uh, no one's aware that you're a fucking heel that's gonna turn on us at any moment. The, the 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 weird guy with the hair highlights knew it. He was like, you did this. You left her behind. And then she breaks out of the window and it's like, oh, she's alive. And she's gonna, and she's a badass. She's taking out zombies. She's going to make it. And then... I thought she was going to make it. Yeah. And then everybody's there. The entire group is there watching her fight out zombies by herself. And they yeah, don't do no, anything. No, nobody goes to help. Yeah. yeah. So, But when the, she spends like three minutes fighting zombies up by herself and gets bit, then she looks at them and goes like, go without me. And then her friend who watched the entire thing happen where she was fighting out zombies for like a full 60 seconds, he finally acts by shooting the, the propane tank on her back and killing her. And it's like... You didn't tell them that, hey, he left me for dead. The guy standing right next to you tried to kill me. He, You don't attempt to try and rescue her as she's fighting off all these zombies right in front of you. You all have guns. You, the, the zombies already alerted to your position, so it's not like a thing where we can't shoot because they don't know we're here. You know what I mean? So it's like there was no reason. Yeah, she was shooting. So. Yes. So I'm like, what is that? There's no explanation for it. And the scene just plays out. She dies and just moving on. The guy didn't even bring it up again. Even though it was clear in that scene, he suspected him of being the reason why she got killed. Doesn't come back up until once again, like later, uh, he he he's out with I don't remember who she was. She was just like the, their, their guide basically for the zombie apocalypse. This badass chick who you think is gonna be like you know like one of the main chicks to survive. They're out um, basically you know doing reconnaissance while the the heist is being done and. The, the queen zombie, I guess her bodyguards show up, and they've already established that there's a whole like trading system with these zombies. That these zombies are smart enough that as long as you give them somebody, and th- the woman knows this. The main woman who, she tells him this and sacrifices Juice, uh, what's his face? Uh, Juice Shades. from Shades yeah. from, from uh, Luke Cage. They sacrifice him in the very beginning so they buy them some time to go do the heist. So they know this is what, what the situation is. The queen runs at them, the, that woman, their guide, and the, the security guy. She lets the security guy kill her. Like, she just lets it happen. And he's like, don't worry about it. The real reason why I'm even here is because we, uh, uh, the guy that made you go on this whole heist didn't really want the money. That money's stupid. What's most valuable is this zombie. Because if I bring a zombie back then we can reproduce it. Like, you know, the same generic, like, oh, we can weaponize it. But even though originally it's supposed to be a weapon in the first place, it, it made it seem like in the beginning of this movie, it was a government experiment that made the first alpha in the first place. He had dog tags even, right? Mm-hmm. 
So they know they know all this, and she knows that, and she knows she should know. She no, she does know because she even told him like, yeah, that the the cry she just made is like a help, like a, a warning cry, and they're all gonna be on us any moment now because of what just happened. But even that, I'm like, all right, if the whole reason this heist was even like used as a cover for just getting this zombie sample, you could have gotten that from the door. We've established that when you walked into the the first thing when they first walk into this in, into the the, the safe or the not safe zone the quarantine zone, all those zombies that are dried out, according to the guide, are still alive. You could have just taken any of those heads. I don't understand why he had to do this whole thing where he had to get this this specific head. Well, I think it had to be the head of an alpha. They they didn't save those. I'm assuming those dried out zombies weren't alpha alphas. Oh, was it a head of an alpha? Yeah, that might make more sense. But don't take the head of an alpha that is there. You gotta know that if she's coming to you every time, because they also didn't go after uh, the remember the the when they were in that hallway of zombies. Yeah, because you could have took in one of those, taken yeah. one of those. No, I think it had to be an alpha. But even the parkour zombies in the hallway later were alphas. Any zombie that's not a shambling zombie is as an alpha, as far as I knew. Or right. no, is it just a super intelligent zombie? But aren't the parkour zombies who are dodging bullets and dodging guns? Those Cause the- no, because I'm thinking, yeah, the only they weren't in the hallway though. The, that, the black guy fought that zombie. I think that the was one just, that was like parkouring around. Yeah, but that was when they that was towards the end though. He, yeah. he already he already had a head by then. Yeah. All right, so let's say it had to be an alpha head. Still, you're jeopardizing the entire mission. Just for that, I'm like, come on, you could, if nothing else, find a better way to do that. To me, I'm just like, it doesn't make sense to me that. But he's, but he's technically not jeopardizing the mission because he doesn't, he doesn't care about the rest of them. He just wants the head, and then he's getting out. Like, cause remember, he tried to lock them in. Like, once he got the head and he climbed the ladder, he locked, he closed the, he closed the gate behind them, and they're like, open the gate, you yes. son of a bitch. But girl, you, you know. What the deal? You everyone already suspected this guy of betraying them. So you're gonna let, especially the guy who you know. Now he's. I just told you what my plan is. I put this head in there and don't tell nobody. And you let him go first. I'm like, you be behind us. You're last every time. No, I let him go first. I, I, I don't care if the panic at the moment. Bullshit. Was that, was that her? I don't think. I think that was a. Somebody, no, it was her. I don't remember. It was her. Because she was like, what are you doing, son of a bitch? I'm like, you know what he's doing. He told you straight up, like, yeah, it was all a lie. But don't tell nobody because. I, he didn't even say he didn't give you a cut. He was just like, just keep your mouth shut and it'll go well for you or something like that. It's like, what? <laughs> no, fuck that. If anything else, you keep an extra eye on that motherfucker. But yet it was just like all forgotten until the moment he betrays you. It's like, that makes no fucking sense to me. Because I felt like they had like a thing. Like they they were the two that knew something. Like they, they had like a deal together. So maybe she thought that even though he was like shady to the rest of them, they were still partners, more or less. They was never that was never discussed in the movie. That would make if they talked about that more at length after he did what he did and she explained to her what he was doing. That might make more sense. But going into there, it's not like they had an understanding going in. Because I was saying that's what I got from the fact that because I'm like, why did she allow him to take the zombie head? There had to have been something, some relationship. I think he not relationship. I think I think he implied that he'd give her money. You know what I mean, or something like that. Which is like, oh yeah, more money, cool. But I'm like. You sacrifice juice. You already expect this guy of killing people. If that, if but she already knew though, because again, why? But if the logical thing had happened, 
and the the blonde headed dude didn't just let it go that he suspected him of murdering his friend and they actually had a a more thorough conversation about it before they all split up it would have been a thing where no he can't be trusted right guys we already agree he can't be trusted it's a weird coincidence that he was alone with my friend and then she dies like come on it just doesn't make any sense you know what i mean and then uh, for her to have killed juice as a sacrifice to buy them more time and she's the one that knows how dangerous and how this world this weird zombie hierarchy world works i was expecting her to be like oh they're back bam shot him shot him in the leg this time and let the queen and the the bodyguard take him because if he did that again they would have gotten away scot-free there would have been no fucking movie <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> but even that's nitpicks. If you want to be like, all right, maybe it had to be an alpha. Maybe she just was so about the money. Maybe it doesn't make sense why they didn't ever continue the conversation of he's he's uh, suspicious. He left. He was alone with my friend and he killed him. There was too many things where it's like, this doesn't make If we just talked about this for five minutes, guys, this would not have been a, a movie altering event. Like it wouldn't have, everybody wouldn't have died if those things, just, if the logical things had just happened. More things that weren't logical to me. The woman, the the Dave's daughter goes into the the quarantine zone specifically to save one person. Mm-hmm. Dave Batista goes out of the way to tell her, "Look, don't jeopardize. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do." Even though I was like, "Why? Don't let her fucking go." It, I'm gonna no, go, but by she myself. said, yeah, but she said, "I'm gonna go by myself. Either I'm gonna go by myself, or you're gonna go with me. I'm I probably if I go by myself, I'm probably gonna die." I would have called her bluff. Because I'm like, if you're really that stupid to go by yourself, then that's on you. Because like, he even said, and I like that he, he But you say that, that's, that's his daughter. Like, no I don't give a fuck. Because I, I, I like the fact that he did say it. He was like, these people have families too. Do not jeopardize their lives for the sake of one person. And he's right. So when you get into the movie, and then, or get into the quarantine zone, and then they're basically at the end where they're trying to get to the helicopter for the, the fucking, uh, the, the missiles, uh, the nuclear bomb drops. Like, hey, where's, where's my daughter at? She's running across Las Vegas to get to the hive of where the zombies are to maybe find her fucking. I mean, but the the moment she was allowed to go on the mission, I'm like, I knew she's going to run off. I knew it too. But stupid. Mm -hmm. And especially the way she did it, I'm like, what was her plan? There was no. Even if you got. Let's say. You, you didn't know that she was alive. It was all just a guess. There wasn't some like, oh, here's a, a clear indication she's not dead. Like if she had seen her. Like, oh, she's there. She's not dead. Like, that was a chance. Okay. But the fact you're going on pure, hey, maybe she's alive. And maybe she's at the this location that we know the zombies are, like, kind of nesting at. And then because of plot, of course she's still alive. So she does rescue her. But then what? People, you know, do, people do a lot of dumb shit on, the, know, on a chance of maybe. <laughs> but you know the nuclear bomb is coming. You know the only way out is the helicopter. You know you're not going to be able to run back to get out of the quarantine zone in time. So even if you got her, was it all just the assumption that Dave Bautista was going to get to the helicopter and then go to the place where he thinks she doesn't even know she's there, thinks she's there, and then able to rescue her and the person she went there to go save and they all get out safely? So many assumptions that made no fucking sense. Like, oh, no, I'm going to leave. My dad's going to save me because my dad's a hero. <laughs> dumb. Makes no sense logically. People, people do a lot of dumb shit on, this, on, on, on the uh, strength of a maybe. It's not, that's not an excuse. You had to, there had to be some kind of setup where it was like, 
uh, we're gonna go to this location at this time and be there. If it was that, it was like, okay, I can get to that location in time even, to still get out. Cause I'm like, even like, Grant, it's not the same thing, but even like wasting money on a lottery ticket just on a hope of maybe I can win, even though the chance of the likelihood of you winning is is not very high, but, but you still do it anyway. This is so many excuses for her because it's like the likability of the character takes but because no, of that. That's what I was saying. Like, she was the character I liked the least. She's selfish as fuck. I didn't like her character at all. But if there wasn't even a reward but for But everything that she did i expected of her not not good enough because <laughs> everything she did literally is the reason why everybody died she didn't like everybody that would have survived ended up dying because of her decisions and that's and then, what that's why I was, I was that's why i was like oh she survived come on <laughs> but it's not even like the person that she went to go save survived right they didn't show her alive right they it didn't show her alive so my assumption so yeah, is she I'm, also yeah, died I'm, I'm assuming she died yeah so all she got out of this was a couple thousand dollars at the cost of literally everybody else's lives. <laughs> it was more than a couple thousand. However much it was, they didn't even specify how much it was. I'm just like, and even, dude, I could I could talk all day about the the, the plot issues. They had a raggedy ass helicopter, ton like little tons of money, two hundred million dollars in, in hundred dollar bill form. When you saw the vault, I'm like, how are you smoking this money out? That's what I was thinking. I was like, that's a lot of money. Like, how the fuck? Even though y'all got a lot of people, that's not, y'all don't have enough people to carry all that. It, not even that. If you all survive, let's say best case scenario, everybody survived, everybody got backpacks filled with money to go in a helicopter. You'd weigh the helicopter down with all those people. Uh, uh, demons uh, in your room. <laughs> knocking over action figures. You knock, you knock down. You, you'd, wait, what did I say? You'd weigh the helicopter Again, down. You weigh the helicopter down with all like that, all, all the extra weight, not just the people, but the bags and bags of money not they even, carry. Not even just that, but then my also my thought process was also like, because remember in the beginning of the movie, <laughs> he was saying that you know they don't need to know how much we're getting or whatever. Like you I, I, get this, yeah. you get this certain amount, you get this certain amount, you get this certain. Oh, yeah. you get like five hundred thousand dollars or whatever. Oh, but well, I'm you like, see it all. But then you're seeing all this. Nah, motherfucker, give me a million. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I thought the I like that running joke where it kept getting less and less and less for each person he talked to. My assumption was that the rest of the cut would have been for the guy that sent him in the first place, right? Well, no, he was supposed to get most of the money. That's what I'm saying. So maybe the, their their assumption would have been like, okay, so we get our little cut and the rest is for that guy. But even still, I'd have been like, hell, mother of night. You could shoot the security again. You talked about it. If you kill the security guard, you could have taken whatever you wanted. But nah. <laughs> yeah. And these these aren't like, again, because they're military people that have already experienced the zombie apocalypse. They've already gone through this once. So you think they'd be more cutthroat. If it was a group of ragtag, like, you know, convenience store workers and, and pet owners and middle-aged people, like in a typical zombie movie, I'd understand that we can't kill him as a person. But when it's all grizzled military people, they're all cutthroat as fuck. It's like... Kill that motherfucker! But no, because plot. It was like, that's stupid. I think my, my, now that I'm thinking about it, my biggest problem with the movie was also the uh, the random love story that they put in just out of nowhere. Wait, you talking about the zombie or are you talking about the no, Batista? No, Batista. That's why I was, see, when you said that you liked the, the characters and you were fine with what they gave us, that moment specifically. That is one, that, that I, was like, where did that come from? It, like, that was out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck was this? I came here for you because I care about you. I'm like, I was like, when was this a thing? <laughs> but then also it's like, again, you've survived this same zombie apocalypse scenario. You'd go back into that because you love them? 
talk about it first. If anything, like, hey, don't, or don't do this because I care about you. You know what I mean? Like, not, yeah, I'll go on this suicide mission with you. Oh, by the way, I love you. And then the very next moment, she gets killed. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> what? I was like, that was stupid. <laughs> how, again, there's another moment where it was like, help her, help her, help her. The zombie jumps out, puts his hands on her head. David is like, oh shit. Looks at it first, then pulls out a gun, and the zombie's automatically like, neck cracked. I'm like, but meanwhile, how many times were they in situations where it's like, it just it just varies how long it takes for a zombie to kill you, depending on what the plot dictates. Another time it's like, the DP is just like throwing off zombies that are like basically in biting range, but they don't bite him because he goes to do like a cool, like, like, like a judo throw over his shoulder or some shit like that. I'm like, there are so many moments where these zombies be biting them, but they just don't because, oh, it's cool. This is a cool moment. Like, but you know, was it fun? Yes. Was it cool action? Yeah. Cool cinematography and set pieces? Yeah. But logically, there were so many moments where I was like, what? <laughs> Zack Snyder's never fully, all, all, he's never good with all his uh, plot. Yeah. Yeah. I, get, I could see that. But like you said, I did like moments like um, the little bit of a dynamic between the black guy and the, the Russian or German. What was he? The German. German. Yeah. And I thought he was, again, maybe this is part of the cinematic zombie universe that they're building. But in the original Army of Dead, there was an alpha that could speak. I think I mentioned this before the movie dropped. There was an alpha that could speak that looked like him. I thought maybe it was supposed to be him. And the way he died, quote unquote, where he's closing the vault and you see the alpha behind him. I was like, oh, okay. So this is going to be how he becomes an alpha maybe for the next movie. Maybe he survives with the black guy and they have like a dynamic even when he's a zombie. And he doesn't want to eat him because kind of what happened in the original movie. But none of that happens. And then cut to the end. It's like, I was like, how does he survive? My thing well, is like, first of all, I was like, how did he get out? But, bro, <laughs> two things. My first thought was, wait, so if they all just stayed in that vault, they all could have just lived rather than have to jump in the helicopter. All that shit could have been avoided if they just went into the, the, that vault and closed the door. The alpha couldn't get them. Yeah. Like the, all that helicopter shit wouldn't have happened. But no. Okay, fine. But then it's also like, how did it open from the inside? Is this, is this a thing where you can open it from the inside? Maybe. That's what I was saying. I'm, I'm, but it was I a grant, Super Bowl. And granted, I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's got to, I guess there's got to be some type of fail safe in vaults just in case an accident like that happens where somebody does get trapped inside. I guess. But it was like a Super Vault. Like the ultimate vault with like. <laughs> but I, but I'm, I, I'm guessing that's for, kind of like, like if somebody's outside my door, yeah. they can't open it because I got lock, 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 lock. But if I'm inside, there's a way for me to open an office that I can get out. See, so, I would, I so would, it could it could probably be the same thing. There's got to be a way to open it from the outside. I mean, inside. inside. See, I would think the opposite, especially with something as super duper secure like that with so much money. You would think the failsafe would be to lock someone inside if they were able to get in. You know what I mean? That way, when so the authorities could get there and, and arrest. Because nah, I'm thinking if 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 they're putting if they're putting that much money into the vault, they probably think you can't get in. Mm. But God forbid you get in. Like if you're a if you're a bank worker or whatever you yeah. work you work at the uh, in casino the yeah casino and you get stuck in there nobody knows there's got to be a way I guess that's so the maybe yeah maybe I guess that's the assumption but again I assume that because somehow the black guy is able to just at the end of the movie oh I didn't die somehow and oh was that nuclear Which explosion I'm, glad, I'm like they killed the black guy come on <laughs> well they did. Well, yeah they did <laughs> but or. But even that, it was a nuclear bomb. Or there was no radiation. Or, or he's fucking, uh, he's fucking, uh, what's her face? L from The Last of Us. <laughs> he's immune. But even that, he was like, he was walking out of like the fallout. I'm like, there's no radiation poisoning he would instantly die from. Just, yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, but it's a nuke. Yeah, it's a nuke. That's what I was, I was like, is, I guess, is it a radiationless nuke? 
A radiationless new. Does that exist? I don't know if that exists. I don't know. Again, do zombies exist? <laughs> so many fucking questions. But then at the end, you find out that, oh shit, I did get bit. Holy crap, I didn't notice that. How? How did you not notice that? You were walking how long? Like, there was never a moment where you're like, oh shit, my arm. Even when you were in the vault, you didn't have yeah. time to be like, oh shit, I got bit. Like, you know, there's another. Just weird contrivances like that. So, yeah, when they did that, I was like, First of all, how did he not notice that? And then also, like, that's stupid. <laughs> I like that the security guy got killed by the tiger. That was something that they set up and paid off. Where we're like, oh, the tiger's so beautiful. Oh, the tiger shouldn't exist. And then he gets his whole face mauled off by the zombie tiger. Oh, I, lo- I love that. I- sick. <laughs> He's sick, fuck. <laughs> it was kind of fucked up. <laughs> no, that's why I loved it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, how'd you feel about the jab? Like the uh, the the main alpha zombie pulled the night king with the javelin throw, where he stabbed the fucking woman and pinned her against the wall. I was like, is he gonna make her the next queen? That's what I thought. He's just gonna make another queen. Yeah, but then I but, guess not. Uh, yeah, I guess not. Nuclear bomb, and they cut away. They didn't even show her die. And I'm like, usually no. when, you, when you do that, it's because yeah, they're because alive. You're alive. Yeah. So, I mean, they could be still be alive. Maybe he found a, a, a vault. <laughs> Maybe she found a vault, too. <laughs> Before I turn, let me find a vault. Yeah. But, yeah, that moment. If they, if they end up doing another movie. But that was, like, one of the biggest, like, really? Cause, but the moment where Dave Bautista is able to get on that helicopter with the helicopter chick, and they fly off, and the, the alpha's on the rooftop with that girl he, he impales with the javelin, I'm like, okay, well, at the very least, it's kind of anticlimactic because now if they do go to save his daughter, there's no way he's gonna be able to get down from this building, get all the way. You can't outpace a helicopter on foot or even on a horse, get down the building, go on a horse, and then get up the next building to find where they are. Again, all based on assumptions. How did he know where the helicopter was going? I guess you could see it, but it's like, you gotta move real. It doesn't make sense how he was able to get there except for plot. And it's just because you have to have a zombie, a, zombie horse. You gotta have a climax again where you face the, the main antagonist, which is him. But Mike, there's no that doesn't make any sense he was able to get there. It's a zombie horse. The, the zombie horse is like the flash. He was able just to run super fast. Well the flash can't even do it. Yeah. He gets he gets outrun by Priuses. <laughs> oh, there's no fucking way. And just stuff like that, just that kept happening, kept taking me out, going, like, this isn't no, that doesn't make sense. No, but no, I hear, I hear what I hear what you're saying. I do, but I just liked, I just had fun with the 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 action and the zombie aspect. No, of- I'm not done. Even the moment <laughs> when they they get to the roof and they're like, oh, the helicopter girl left. She screwed me. She promised me she wouldn't. And you know how a movie works. If a helicopter is anywhere around in your vicinity. You would still hear the... Yeah, you would still hear it, yeah. It could be miles away. You would still hear it. it but because off screen, they're like, oh, she left. And then... Do you hear that? Oh, she's here. I'm like, that... Come on. That doesn't make any sense. And then... Or maybe she went far away. That, and then what? In the next 10 seconds, she's able to yeah, teleport she, to them? She came back. <laughs> but I'm not even going to get mad at that part. I got mad at the part where when they get on the helicopter, they're having these long moments of looking at each other like, yeah, we made it. Yeah. I'm like, guys, you, you could do this literally when you're on the helicopter. Like, yeah, we made it. So then, of course, what happens? That somehow, even though they blew up the, the alpha, he's right there on the roof and he runs at them. And I'm like... Batista, you've got the same gun that made, like, it was a grenade launcher that fucked him up a second ago. You can't fire that as you're watching him run toward the helicopter. If you took any pot shots, 
because he wasn't even wearing the the metal like helmet thing he was wearing that was deflecting headshots. He wasn't even wearing it at that point. I'm like, if you took any shots at him, you would stumble him enough where he couldn't jump on the helicopter. But it, and even if you did that and it didn't work, at least that would make sense. But they just stared at him and waited for him to leap onto the helicopter. I'm like, God! <laughs> you, <laughs> you had all the time in the world to shoot him once. It was like, oh, go faster! I'm like, go faster! He couldn't, he couldn't think. It was a deer in headlights. He couldn't think faster. Yeah, deer in headlights. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the scene right before that, that David gets off the helicopter, runs down the stairs, hears the gunshots of his daughter, the the, the the alpha is literally mid-run down a hallway, running toward her. David Diesel opens the doorway in between... He's in the hallway. He opens the doorway between his daughter and the alpha. Is able to put together what's happening in a split second, get a shot off, and it blows the alpha away. But that, that timing and reaction time does not work. We're on the plane. No, <laughs> the, the sun was blocking his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, just... Stuff like that adding up, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's why I said, I'm like, I hear you, but they didn't bother me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, culminating where even when he shot the helicopter chick by accident, I was like, oh, he killed her. Oh, she's not dead. Oh, thank God. And then they crash, and then she dies. Then I'm she like, dies. <laughs> he should, you should have left his ass. I, I, I wish that the helicopter chick had left them. Because at least they'd be like, ah, oh, she, she did smart Yeah, she could have survived. Yes. But no, they had to kill her off because she wasn't there. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. And you get that, that whole fucking ending. Oh, I'm dying, but I want you to know that I care about you. <laughs> they do that in every movie, though. Every movie, somebody dies. They have to have a long speech. Yeah. And they get to say everything. They get to say everything on their chest. Then they finally die. But I feel like it would have worked if, I, if it wasn't a, a monologue to the one person that was the cause of everything that went wrong. You know what I mean? I mean that's, that's still his daughter at the end I know, of the day. but at the same time, I'm just, as the audience, I'm, I'm watching it going, fuck you. You killed, it was you that killed him. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about it, but the, the, the main zombie alpha and his love story with that queen and I guess they fucked we mentioned it but I guess they fucked because there's that moment where he like he's like listening to the baby's heartbeat in her stomach and whatever but I'm like why send out your queen to be like the main reconnaissance person and send out some more fodder alphas because she's probably the type like she wants to do it yeah she wants to do it <laughs> I thought you gave like a reasoning to the zombie woman she's like I like doing reconnaissance husband yeah cause I mean okay, they, were, they, were, they, they were smart enough to, to come up with this whole society and rules and yeah. the fact that he is the king and she's the queen yeah so just zombie be, fucking just because I'm a zombie doesn't mean I can't work <laughs> All right, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah, th those were the reasons why I couldn't give it a perfect vision. It was just, it, was it fun? Yes. But it was just, there was too many moments where I was like, what? Huh? What? Well, what do we always say? Perfect vision doesn't mean the movie doesn't have flaws. It's about how it made you feel. Yes. Fair. That's why, you know, I can't hold it against you if you didn't, you know, get caught up by those issues that, you know, hurt me or, or you know, negatively impacted me. I wish I had yeah. your experience. And I was hype. You were hype? For some zombie sex. Well, I think I would have given a perfect vision if they did show that. <laughs> but see, it, it made a little bit more sense Maybe in Dawn of the Dead. See somebody like stick their dick in the tiger's like missing eye hole. Oh my God. Hell, <laughs> hell. 
Oh, he's sick, motherfucker. Like in Dawn of the Dead, my there was God, also a zombie. God. Oh my God. <laughs> there was also a zombie pregnancy in Dawn of the Dead, but it was between uh, a human, well, two humans, but the. the yeah, you fuck a dead corpse? No, no, no. The woman. Necrophilia? No, the woman that was pregnant got bit by a zombie, at, but she was already pregnant. Oh. So it was turning the baby into like a weird zombie human hybrid thing. But they never actually show what it would eventually become because, you know, it's like stillbirth. So I was like, I was intrigued. I'm like, oh, is this gonna be like a super zombie? Like, what is what's happening here? But they never explain anything with like the weird blue goo shit or the weird rope. Were they robots? What they look like metal. One of them is. What is that? The Terminator. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Maybe it was a. It wasn't a rope. Maybe he had like a a steel plate. But there was two. It was that one. It was the one. I only noticed one. There was one. In the, it had blue eyes. In the hallway scene, it was like one of the first ones that showed up, and I, I didn't. I thought that was just like the weird glow of whatever made them zombies in the first place. But when you I mean, s- that could be it. But no, but when they saw the other one, it looked like metal underneath his skin, and I'm like, is this all like a weird simulation or something? Like, is it a time loop? Because they did have all their their clothes in that one scene where the black guy just randomly is like, what if this is all just a big time loop? And the big reveal at the end. Is I that thought that was all- just him talking shit, like. But they, they had the same clothes. They made a point to show each corpse had the same clothes. Oh, I wasn't paying attention that close. Oh, they were. They made because I'm like because because ultimately it wouldn't have made sense because they didn't die that same way. Infinite timelines, and I'm like Zack Snyder. Do you? Do you, we were like, well, well, WB wouldn't let me put my alternate timelines in Justice League, so I'm putting it in the zombie movie because I'm like, why does this fit? What is this? <laughs> I didn't notice them with the same clothes. Yeah, it wasn't even a thing where it was like a. Blinking, you miss it. They literally pan across as he was talking. They pan across each zombie individually and panned or not panned, but flashbacked to each of the individual characters with the same clothing. So it was like they really put attention on it. So I was like, "What does this mean?" Turns out nothing. <laughs> it meant nothing. And then the, even the ending, I wasn't even satisfied with the how it ended. We're just like, "Oh shit, I got bit." Oh shit, cut to black. What? <laughs> What? Kill I, yourself. I, yeah, I didn't like that ending. Kill yourself. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Basically, you're killing the black guy. It just took longer. Yeah, it just took longer. Because I, I also was happy. I was like, oh, all right, Zach. You let the black guy alive. Right, I see what you were doing here. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> you thought I was an ally, but I'm just as racist. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you thought. All right, let's move on. Um, Let's just jump right into... Uh, let's talk about Castlevania real fast, the finale specifically. We killed Dracula. And now we have to spend the rest of our lives making sure nobody brings him back from the dead. When I began this journey, I had a very simple plan. That plan has evolved. The plan is now conquest. Kill everything you see. Begin! Ready? Hell no. But when's that ever stopped us? You know me. I'm going to eat your soul.
Um, so we get to talk about it before, but you did give your general thoughts on it, and you gave it a perfect vision overall. And I had... Did I even give it a rating, or did I say I was going to hold off until I actually finished? I don't remember. I want to say maybe I give it more than passable until no, I, I saw remember. the end. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It's a week ago. We both fail. <laughs> Our memories are terrible. Um, and I'm like falling asleep, so... Oh, no! <laughs> ah, wake up! Um, so, I saw the last three episodes. I was wrong. I think I was saying the seventh episode was the last one I saw. It was actually the sixth episode, which was the, the dope-ass... Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Fuck. Uh, Isaac versus the world. Which, incidentally, this is this is all full spoilers, guys. I'll, I'll just say my rating right off the bat, in case you guys haven't seen it. Perfect fucking vision. Even the complaints I kind of had, the very small nitpicking complaints I had in my previous review, by the time we get to those last two episodes, I understand now what you were talking about with, like, animation issues. What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, what am I talking about? It's pretty obvious to me. And looking back on it, they're... What I was referring to, it's not every fight scene, but there are some fight scenes that are like, admittedly, not even big fights. Like when um, uh, uh, Alucard was protecting the caravan of people and was fighting those weird like tumor vamp, not vampire, uh, tumor spider things on the trees. Mm -hmm. There were moments in that where he was teleporting around that looked kind of choppy. Not not choppy in like like too many cuts kind of way, but like in a slow frame rate kind of way. But not a big deal, and admittedly not even a huge deal in terms of a fight. But if those small concessions were to save budget here and there for those last two episodes, fuck, I understand it. Because those last two episodes blew me away with the action. And even how some of the plot developments went down. I was really, really surprised. They, they threw off my expectations. I thought for sure someone was going to die, but it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go down. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I just I really ended up enjoying, especially the strong ending to this season. If it's truly the last season, I I feel like you had some closure. There's one thing at the end I was just like, I need this, but it's kind of wholesome, so I'll take it. Um. Uh, but in terms of my rating, I give it a perfect vision now. Um. But yeah, so this is full spoilers, guys, so jump off if you haven't seen it yet. I definitely recommend watching the uh, season in full. But when it comes to those last two episodes, first of all, the Isaac episode was kind of the end of his story. He doesn't even come back no. after that. Which, I guess, with hindsight, there was a lot of closure there for his character. So I get why. But what they do with the follow-ups... Why Hector, also, why would he? Because he's not connected to the other part of the story. Yeah, just to touch base with them before the story is over you know but i guess you got everything that you needed in that episode and i think it was it was a great it was one of my favorite episodes so that's fair i i'll take it how it ended um and especially let's say if that was the end of isaac's story it wasn't the end of the forge master story so i i, I really liked the converse the writing in the last two episodes are so good Fuck everything I was saying about like they, they all talk like this. And they do, but the dialogue and the the the, the way they wrapped up the storylines at the end, for especially for Hector and uh, what's your name? Cypher. Cypher. No, not no. That's Cypher. Cypher's the wizard. You just said her, so I don't know. No, uh, Hector the... and uh, his girl, the vampire girl. Oh, uh Cordelia. <laughs> Lorna, Lorna Lor- Lor- it starts with an L. Mm. I don't remember it either. But they're 
their whole relationship. Laquisha. Laquisha. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> vampire, vampire Lady Laquisha. Their entire relationship and the way it culminated, the, the their arc over the last two seasons, going from Hector's like her pet and play thing to like, it seemed like she was developing real feelings for him to he was developing real feelings for her. So they had this really rich and intricate storyline that really slowly was teased out over these two seasons. And the way it, it ended in the fourth season, I thought it was pitch perfect. The her the way she died. Again, we're in spoilers. But it, it reminded me of True Blood, which I know you didn't. I haven't watch. seen. So what? What about it? The, the way she did, like she just walked because she's like, she basically just walked into the sun. Yeah, because she felt like without her sisters and without you know the the power dynamic they were cultivating, she was like, I I don't want to live in a cage, and I feel like anything other than that lifestyle is a cage. And Hector was all about like, we can live together. Don't do this. And she's like, no, but you do you. <laughs> it was similar to not so much the fact that he was a, he was a slave, but uh, one of the vampires in, uh, on True Blood, who was the sire of one of the main vampires on True Blood, he was alive for like over like 4,000 years. Mm. And he's like, at this point, like I didn't seen everything. I'm not like life doesn't surprise me anymore. So like, why am I still... Mm. And he's like, no, like, because, you know, that's a sire. He's like, I don't want you to yada, yada, yada. But he's like, it's not going to, I've been alive for so long. It's not going to take that long. Mm. So I'm not going to suffer. Like, yeah, I got, and that's the thing. I got her reasoning. I got, even though I wanted them to be together at the end, I totally understood why she was like, you know what? So Suki, Suki. Like, I might love you, but I don't want to be tethered to this world in this way. Yeah. So Suki was the only one that watched, watched because, you know, she's human. She was the only one that watched him as he got to die. And Mm. she started crying. And right before he disintegrated, she was like, "You're crying. You're crying for me. Wow, four thousand years. You're the first, like the first surprise that I've I've had in a long time." And then eventually, see, in the same way, wow. So maybe they took their their page right out of like whenever a vampire dies, it's got to be some poetic, sad shit before they go. So and it's got to be based in their character development. So the entire time, the relationship there was always like um, talking about like, oh, like this is. I don't give a fuck about daylight. I don't give a fuck about the world of like in, in, in the sun. I like the night. So when, as she's, she literally goes out to look at the sun sunrise for the first time. And I love her last words of like, Oh, this is what you were so like, uh, enamored by. Oh, Hector, you hearkening back to how the relationship started with her kind of like teasing him and him being a plaything to her. Like, Oh, you silly man. And then she fades away. And I was like, Oh no. And even before she did that, when Hector, like, one of his last words to her of, like, like what are you going to do after this is all over? And he was like, I, honestly, I don't know. This is the first time in my life I have agency. And he looks at, like, his, I like the symbolism of the finger he cut off to literally cut off the control of the vampires controlling his his forges. It's like it represents him being free for the first time in his life and, you know, having the opportunity to do anything he wants. So then when he tells her that he's going to write a book because he's grown fond of things that last forever. I was like, he's talking about her. <laughs> like I was, it was a love story that kind of snuck up on me. Like, cause at first I was just like, eh, I don't care about the storyline that much. She's like, oh yeah, he's just, she's, she's just fucking with them. But as they became more I fond of each care, other, I still don't care about that. <laughs> you still care about them? I really ended up liking that storyline. I, mean, I cared more, I cared more, but I'm like, I don't know. That ending justified a lot of the buildup to it. So it it, in, it retroactively made that storyline tr- like worth it to me. Um, I mean, it, then, even though I was like, if I was in history, I don't know if I cut my finger off. Though. <laughs> I'd have been like, just control me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that moment too because it was the thing where 
it, it showed Isaac how much he changed. And their conversation together was so good. You agree or? No, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I love it. I, I love Isaac. I love where Hector's character went. And then even the things with um, uh, Belmont and Sypha and Alucard, bro, the penultimate episode, that, the, oh, the animation. Oh, it was 30 minutes of the most fucking amazing shit, co- fight choreography. Oh, it was so good. That's what I was telling you last week. I was like, there's a moment that happens in that episode. It's Avengers. Or talking about the moment in the beginning where they all, oh, when they both appear to help Alucard. That's what I, that's what I was talking about. Oh, it was so, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I was cheering. Yeah. And the way, I was like, it, 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 it retroactively. Like it seemed like, it seemed like Alucard was about to lose. Yes. One of the things I didn't like in the last season was the fact that they were split. In some so ways, long. I do feel like they kind of depowered Alucard. It's weird. There's moments where I'm he's, like, uh, how can he lose? He's like stupid powerful. Yeah, it's and like other moments was like, or there's other moments like in the last episode he was doing a whole. I was like, why didn't you do this before? No, I was like, wait, if you could do all that, why why have you been doing it the entire time? Like, oh, let me try it for once. Let me actually try now. Yeah. Teleport, teleport, oh, laser beams. I'm like, wait, oh, turn into birds, turn into a. Like, yeah. like, why aren't you? You weren't using any of these abilities before, before this. Yeah, no, but yeah, you were on the cusp of losing before they showed up. But now it's like, all my homies are back. Now it's all my true powers. <laughs> but didn't give a fuck, because this is a moment where logically, you're right, it didn't make any sense, but it was so hype. <laughs> the way they were, t- it was the combination text they were doing. It was the level of teamwork, unspoken teamwork they had when they were saving each other, when they fought all those like vampire, like fucking Sith Lords or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the dude that had the axes that was, like, he would throw them, he would teleport around Belmont. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> so this, good. and this goes to what I was saying last week where I was like, Trevor fucking Belmont. Yo. Is a beast. Yo. I was almost, again, spoilers, guys. There was so much foreshadowing going toward the finale. Human. And he's human. human. But there was so much foreshadowing going to the final se- final episodes. I was like, he's going to die. He's going to die. He keeps talking about like, oh, I'm alive for now. Or like, oh, I don't want to die. And like, I want to live, blah, blah, blah. And then in the last two episodes, he gets fucked up more than I think he's ever been fucked up. Where like, you see the... That you see that he is human, that he's being worn down by these constant. They make it a point that he's been constantly fighting, and in the second and last fights, he's getting more and more injuries. So like, even when they do the Avengers moment, I'm still work for Belmont because I'm like, yeah, he just almost lost in the fight right before this, and he's like, he's huffing and puffing, he's kind of dragging, he's still being a badass, yeah, but he's still like, you can see he's he's being worn down. So I'm like, don't don't kill Belmont, don't kill Belmont, and just skipping forward to the very end when he ends up fighting death, which I'm like, was that foreshadowed at all? Yeah, they did. They talked about death in the previous episode. Not the previous episode. I mean, before this season. Because one of the things I had in, in this season was like, where's this going to go? Are they going to resurrect Dracula and Dracula's the final boss? But I thought Dracula had like a change of heart. So why would he fight anybody? And they mentioned death. But before that, was there any like allusion to this elemental vampire existing? It was just this season. Okay. All right. So I, I want to rewatch the season find all the moments he kind of mentioned it then. Because I was just like, wait, wait, wait. The God of Death isn't technically a god, but like a vampire god that everybody knows about and does exist. And he's been manipulating this, this 
order of events, specifically to resurrect Dracula to destroy the world. I was like, whoa, 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 where's all this coming from? And especially because it ended up being like a twist where this 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 fuck up vampire who seemed like a nobody ended up like you don't watch Naruto, but he was like Toby or Obido who, who was like oh, Madara at the end, basically a, a, someone you think is a nobody ends up being the main villain. I was like, wait, what? You're the god of death? Okay. And wait, Belmont's gonna fight you alone <laughs> after he just barely survived fighting a bunch of other normal vampires? Uh, why, Belmont? <laughs> Sypha, who's the fucking avatar, you're right. And, and, and Alucar, who can move like the Flash, are right there. Ask for help. <laughs> He's like, nah, I got this on myself. And he did. He but, did. But fuck. <laughs> the whole time, I was like, well, he's going to die for no reason. He can't beat this thing. But well, he, he did. did. Yeah. <laughs> that was so badass. <laughs> fucking using that, that, that cross teleporty Yeah, I'm like, all you, all you got is a belt. And you're fucking fighting a 40-story. <laughs> a belt. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I was like, fuck. He's fighting Godzilla, basically. He's running up his arm and shit. And he's like, I'm like, yo, again. Where was his power? Like your power levels fluctuate. <laughs> but I didn't mind this part because it was fucking dope. I mean, they say, well, if before a flame goes out, it flickers most violently. I'll mm-hmm. take that because that entire last battle sequence, even with the God of Death, was so dope. And I thought he was dead. I really thought. It, yeah, it was- I thought so too. That's why I was saying before, I was like, there was a decision that they did that I kind of wish they stuck with, but I'm like, I, ah. I'm still happy with what I got. It was, it was a surprisingly saccharine ending. Where they, they didn't stick to the stakes of a lot of things. So like the Belmont thing was the first reversal of like, and I but I'm fine with it because I wanted them to be happy. Like they've gone through so much shit. I didn't want Cipher to have to raise her 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 her, her Belmont baby by herself, and the Alcard named the town Belmont. And I was like, oh man, this is sad. This is a sad ending. So when he survived. And it made sense with the the priest guy opening the corridor at the last second. I didn't even understand what was happening in that moment. So when they explained it that way, I was, I was like, also oh. like, "How did he get out though?" <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> my, my my bigger question is: It was two weeks. He had like near death injuries, and yet he was able just to get on a horse and not die for those two weeks. He still had all those injuries. <laughs> I mean. Hey, the, man, I'll take the, it. The horse could put him on because there's something about that horse. <laughs> it's always a horse. <laughs> it's the same horse. Yeah, the same horse that took the dude to Alucard. Yeah. That made him meet all of the, the villagers in the first place. And I like that. Even Alucard, you know, learning to care about people and his arc and him not wanting to be like Belmont. And I, all wish, that stuff. I wish they showed more of him. I feel like he didn't, they didn't, he wasn't really there that much. Yeah, but I feel like he's also. In terms, he's an interesting character, but in terms of like his dialogue, it's the way he delivers it. Always like, oh man, you're so dry. <laughs> but it's the point. Like, he's, the he's, point. A, he's a vampire. He's not socialized. So. I, I would hope, consider, and I think I mentioned this last week too. But I was, I, I would hope consider because there's talk about there being a spinoff. I would hope with uh, the way it ended, they would spin off with Alucard. I'd hope so, especially since he's immortal. So he outlived. Well, not even just there. that, but like his parents are still alive. And that's the other thing that was a surprising saccharine twist. Where it's like, first of all, that whole plot line to resurrect Dracula, but the souls of Dracula and his wife combined in the body of a demonic hermaphrodite. What? 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 Huh? 
weird and oddly disturbing. Didn't like that. I was very much like, what the fuck? But to be fair, again, I think it was the point because even they would, when they showed Alucard's face, his expressions were my expressions of like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they said that was the point because both of the souls would drive them, drive Dracula mad. Yeah. Would cause them to kill more. Yeah. And again, Belmont was the fucking MVP of that whole finale because not only was he able to break through the barrier, he was the one that killed or like split the hermaphrodite and he was the one that beat the god of death. So I'm like, did he even need Cypher and uh, Alucard? No, I mean, Belmont fought Alucard, almost beat him, fought Dracula, yeah. killed him. Yeah. So and he- fought death. <laughs> He's the man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at the end it's revealed that Dracula and his wife, because they were split by Belmont with that holy weapon thing, that somehow just completely Dragon Ball Z resurrected them in their own bodies, and they're together, and they're just going to live their lives and not tell Alucard because they don't want to fuck up his head yeah. anymore. The only thing about that, I was like, I feel like the wife, considering what we from from season one, I'm like, I feel like she wouldn't be okay with Dracula anymore, considering what he did in her absence. Yeah. Yeah. But they ever, did they ever discuss that? I mean, maybe they discussed, discussed it in hell, but... In hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I, I just thought it was... I mean, I like the fact that they get to have closure because Dracula was a very tragic figure. He was never really a villain. Um, So I, I kind of liked it on one level, but on another level, I was like, mm, kind of undoes those stakes, but... I'll take it just because I like I kind of like the happy ending, but this is also why I was kind of okay with the arrow ending undoing a lot of stakes that and you weren't. So I was curious to see if that hurt it for you. Did that hurt it for you, or was you, were you fine with it? It didn't hurt it for me. I, like, like I said, I wish if if, if I had it my way, I would I would have preferred they stuck with it. But yeah, it didn't bother me. Okay, that's fair. And just one last note: the fucking cipher. Uh, I think she could take Aang and Korra. <laughs> like, when you said it, I was like, I mean, yeah, she's got multiple elements, but I've never seen her do any Avatar-level shit. Bruh. She does, the way she combines elements, yeah. the way she has, like, those flowing lightning orbs around her. Again, this is a Naruto thing. It's like she became the Sage of the Six Paths with, like, fucking, like, Buddha orbs around her. I was like, yo, she could definitely kill Korra at least. <laughs> she's like a lethal Avatar. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That shit was dope. The only element we haven't seen her do is Earth. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. It's like all lightning, water, ice, and fire. But man, and, then still- she got, and she gained lightning like later on. So I'm like, maybe eventually she will be an Earthbender. <laughs> I'm the Avatar. Da, 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 da. All right. So let's move on. Uh, it's perfect vision for both of us for Castlevania. Let's jump right into My Academia. This episode was titled The Early Bird. Kiagetana, 
just run through this like, once again. Talking about the Avatar. Fucking Bakugo's the Avatar. Wait, why is he the Avatar? Because he's got all his flame powers? Or? Yeah, no, because he's fucking the chosen one. I mean, that, it was a hype episode. And it yes. was, it, it's one of those things where I'm like, if Bakugo wasn't a dick, you could see how he's essentially got main character vibes. Like he's like, not again, I keep referencing Naruto this episode, but he's like Naruto, but just more of an asshole. Because now he and he, he does have character development where he's putting into practice the things that um, Deku and All Might and him kind of instilled in him about saving other people and saving other people being a strength. I like that. Yes. And, but it's like in an asshole way. <laughs> it's a very asshole way, of course. Like, uh, what does he call them? Underlings. underlings. <laughs> it's like, can you not call yeah, us underlings, please? Yeah, can you not please? call us underlings? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Underlings. But you see how he's got the same vibe as Inosuke from Demon Slayer? Yeah. Just more of an asshole, that's all. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, the way... It, but here's the thing. It was a complete shutout. Unlike in the other yeah, episodes. Yeah, I'm like, no. Because all the other episodes were like two episodes to finish the battle. Like, oh, who's going to win? Yeah. This episode, they were like, it's over in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Bakugo was like, no, nah, we're going to shut them the fuck down. We ain't going to be like Todoroki and those asses. <laughs> Which shows you, again, they, they've shown you over the course of every season that Bakugo's kind of the number one hero right now until Deku kind of mm-hmm. earns his... His place in the sun, but in terms of like yeah, raw of, power of, and of, skill, yeah, in terms of class one A, yeah, yeah, Bakugo even more than Todoroki. Todoroki ended his fight face down, <laughs> defeated. Yeah, Bakugo was like, nah, I ain't going out like and that. I, and that's the thing. I'm like, as more and more time is going on, you're realizing that Todoroki. Not to say he's not good, but he's not that good. He doesn't have a mastery over his abilities. It, it, but it's like a mental block for him, the same way that Bakugo does. Bakugo fully embraces his powers. And, and, Todor- and can like use them in ways yeah. that are, are have ingenuity behind them. The only thing with Todoroki that makes him impressive is he has the raw power. Yes, but in terms of the skill, he doesn't really have that much skill. Because even with the pot, mm. like with the ice, he's always just sh- sh- yeah. shooting like the most massive amount of ice yeah. that he can. That's all. That's his always. That's the only move we really see him do. And they even and make because, it of that. because it's such a massive amount of ice, you're like, holy fuck! Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do about that? Yeah. But you never see him like. Like maybe throw like ice balls or do just like a little bit of ice here and there yeah. or combine it with the fire. It's like more strategically. Yeah. Yeah. Or even fight. Like if somebody gets close into him, he can't like he's fucked. But even that, like, like you said, like they, they may have noted that in the Toroki episode where it was like, yeah, I always open up with ice. Like I should definitely use my powers more evenly to try mm. to, to, to counter situations like that. But even that, like even if he was able to. Even if he did counter, because the uh, what's his face? The uh, oh, the metal guy, metal guy, yeah, he was immune to the ice and the fire. Wow, he's an unlucky pairing, which I thought was gonna happen to Bakugo in this. He's like, nah, yeah, well, and it almost did with it that al- with a guy who can like fuse metal to whatever, yeah, but it because of the, the teamwork stuff that was able to counter that counter. Mm-hmm. But it, this gave me an appreciation again, the make note of it that it's not even just Bakugo's power. That makes him dangerous. It's it's, it's his, his mind. Power. It's his mind, but it's also his his mobility. Like his his power set isn't like a Deku where it's like he's fast because he's got strong leg strength, but his he's able to use explosions to increase his mobility and make him so where he can be. And it, it happened in this fight where he was like basically everywhere at once. Like he's he's in one area at one point, and then they go, okay, well he's over there, and he's not going to help his teammates. So I'm gonna go after. Um, 
uh, Sugar Rush. He's defenseless. And Buckaloo's like, uh, I can be here and there in an instant. Boom. I'm here, motherfucker. Bam. Gotcha. Like, counter. Like, oh, shit. What? <laughs> then he grabs one and throws him in the... Th- like, he just flies off. Yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. It's like, it makes you appreciate that other characters can't do that. Like, only him and, and Deku really... And maybe, I guess maybe Ida. And Ida, yeah. Have that level of... of mobility in a fight and it makes a big and, and factor and yeah because what you learn in, they say what you learn in dragon ball z is not always the person that's the strongest mm. it's the person that's the fastest yeah fastest and the most flexible in a fight and i like yeah. they kept stressing that i was like like I, nothing i haven't changed at all my goal is the same i want to be the number one hero and whatever it takes to do that i'll do that and for him not or not he, he didn't just say that he said my goal is to surpass, surpass all might yeah all surpass might. all might and you can kind of see it if you gave Bakugo one for all he'd be broken as fuck yeah <laughs> um he'd be an asshole but I mean still an asshole <laughs> and it it, it it's something I like cause him. even when he fought Deku what was it last season yes he was like, like his, like he can move so fast and think so fast on his feet. It's almost like a Vegeta kind of thing. Like Vegeta mm-hmm. is a much more Goku is gifted in, as a fighter, but Vegeta is a much more brilliant strategist. Mm. And so I think that's the same. It's the same dynamic. Yeah, Deku's a, a gifted fighter, but but Bakugo is a is a much more brilliant strategist. I think because even with the fight, he's like, I'm not going to give you time to think. But that's the thing. I was going to say that that that's you talking about the Deku Bakugo fight. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the difference. I feel like it. I think Deku's the better strategist, but I think Bakugo is better at at impulse and instinct, and that instinct is on the like on the fly makes him better in a fight because he doesn't have to think six moves ahead but in the the things he chooses to do in each individual moment still gets into the same result meanwhile deku has to be in his own head strategizing like okay i'll do this do this do this do this but in that time someone like bakugo can take advantage of all those moments of hesitation and totally knock him off his game and that's what he was literally doing to this team to team 1b but also i'll say this this team 1b they were like probably the scrubbiest scrubs of all the other wannabe teams we've seen. Like like the the lizard chick who I thought was gonna be the MVP of that team. Yeah, they make it. They made it seem like oh, Bakugo's gonna have to go against her. And I was like, I didn't even understand her power really. She can disintegrate all pieces of her body. Gross. Yeah, and it floats around. And it floats around. And it can it get can it fluff up your nose and shit? Like what the? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, and, probably. And how durable are those things? Like, if Bakugo hits it with fire, does that part of her body die? Or Well, I said she can regenerate. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't matter if they all get destroyed. She'll just regenerate her own body slowly. Yeah. But, like, weird and gross. And a lot of one of these abilities are gross. That's why they had a bomb on one of them. And she, right. like, blew up. Yeah. She, it didn't kill her. Yeah. A lot of 1B abilities are really gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but a lot of abilities are, they're interesting because there aren't abilities I would think would be useful, but they find ways to make them useful, which I guess is the point of their characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love this episode. I give it a perfect vision. So I'm assuming. Oh, and I got some evidence for your ass. Speaking of asses. What are you talking about? Every episode I've been like, yo, why do they keep showing people's butts, oh. man? Did you notice this episode? There's a butt shot? No. Bro, I'm not looking for this shit. So I was like, I ain't going to be caught out there like that again. I'm going to take a screenshot of this shit to show Michael. And it was at the very end, and it was the it was Deku's team, and it was Acid Chick. Butt shot. And I, don't, I didn't record it, but it's her walking. So it's literally a shot of her ass walking toward Mineta. And I'm like... What is going on? Every- maybe, maybe it's like a Disney thing where they throw a sex reference. 
Dude, every episode has been a butt shot. I'm, I'm not looking for it. So I'm like, what's going on here? But anyway, what were you saying? I'm sorry. I don't even remember. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I threw you off track with the butt shot. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, uh, was it about Deku? No. No? Okay. Well, I, I was going to say that. I thought it was... Oh, oh, oh. Now I remember. Okay. What's yeah, that? I'm like, based on the fact that this episode, it, it was... One and done. It was over. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so the Deku fight is going to be like four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume at least two. I feel like it's going to be more. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's leading up to the, oh, one for, your one for all has been pretty, your quirk's been acting up. No, it's, yeah. been, it's been pretty good. They've been teasing it. Yeah. So you know it's going to do some weird shit during the, I think even in the preview for the next episode, it was like, oh, one for all was acting weird again. And it's like, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> um, but I do like that everybody uh, acknowledges and respects Deku's glow up because they're all like, we gotta get that Deku motherfucker because we've seen how he's evolved in the course of the the old UA uh, tournaments or whatever. Yeah, and it's like they do even now compare him to Baco. It's like, oh, his mobility, you know, stuff like that. They know. I'm glad they know. Like they they put that on front street that he's dangerous. Because what? Because remember before with the yeah, overhaul I mean, because even during the team, I'm like. You got acid because I'm like she can't really do anything if she hits. No, his team is whack. Yeah, if she hits somebody with that at, like they're gonna die. Yeah, so she can't really use that offensively. Like at least Bakugo could hit you with a lower, a low effective, a low uh, radius or whatever blast. Fire not gonna kill you. Fire doesn't hurt you in an anime. It's not really fire. It's like it's an explosion. It's fire. Yeah, I guess it is. (laughs) But like explosion murder. That's his name. But his team is all whack. Like Bakugo's team was stacked. Like it had Sugar Rush. It had Spider Man guy. And it had um, uh, Jiro, the sound chick. Yeah. But Deku's team, it's like Mineta, Uraka, Uraka. Uraka. Yeah, all defensive people, really, other than Acid Chick, but she can't, like you said, she can't use that ability. So it's really Deku carrying that team. Pretty much. So it's like, all right, well, I, I don't want Deku to be outshined, but I guess he will be. I mean, I guess Uraka, because I mean, she gave Bakugo some work. Yeah. It depends how she uses her abilities. Yeah. So I guess. We'll see how how she she uses it in the next episode. But grape juice, I mean, I guess if they catch them all, go stick. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that they were like, "What about our abilities?" And they show them all use their abilities. It's like, yeah, weirdness. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's really Deku's show for this episode. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> for this fight. I mean, um, but yeah, perfect vision. Uh, same. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. Let's get news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. No, they just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, but you better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want hand me down. I don't want any gay things. I don't want It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. I gonna say a quiet place, but fuck it. I'm going to go to sleep, so fuck a quiet place. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, I did get an early screen of the quiet place. I'm not going to go into detail about it. But and plus, I, I didn't see it anyway. So. Yeah, I did enjoy it, though. Um, it doesn't have sequelitis like I, I would have worried about that movie to have. Um, well, I I'll, got, just, I'll save my full review for when we see it this week. I got an early screener for Cruella, and it comes out on Friday. Oh, nice. I liked it. Oh, nice. It oh. wasn't It wasn't trash like Aladdin. Well, no, Aladdin wasn't trash. Mm. But compared to the original <laughs> it wasn't trash but out of the disney i didn't grant i didn't see all the disney movies but out of the disney live action disney movies this was one of the better ones okay all right that's good well also it's not there's no direct like 100 it's not 101 in dalmatian no it's, it's, it's like a prequel. It's a prequel okay but see, i feel like stuff like that is what they should do with the disney live action stuff make supplemental content not just rewrite history is especially if it's gonna be worse <laughs> escape room 
You guys have played the game before? So what is this? Like a tournament of champions? Look, we all know how this works. We solve the puzzles or we die. False advertising must be pulled. This ad, yourself is missing an E. So maybe we pull the corresponding handles with a missing letter. Yes! E. Dang, hang on. This is way bigger than last time. You gotta try something, right? There's a special reason each of us survived. I can't feel physical pain. Just imagine the kinds of puzzles they came up with for me. Take a picture, it will last longer. It's a clue. This looks just like the lighthouse on the postcard. Sequel. Sequel. It's the movie that we've only seen. <laughs> literally called Tournament of Champions. So it's, it is Hunger Games. It is. But Hunger it, Games 2. Uh, everything like this does this exact same trope where if there's a tournament of some kind where there's only one survival in the first movie, the second movie is all the winners from all the previous games. They've done it in Battle Royale. They've done it in, in Hunger Games. Throw a dart, and that's the that's the go-to. Like, oh, we've raised the stakes. <laughs> and like you said, there's literally like in the trailer... All the sequel stuff. You're you're not gonna win this time. Yeah, it's bigger than before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, I was waiting for them to be like, this time it's personal, which I guess it kind of technically is anyway. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just saying that like, Quiet Place Two didn't have sequelitis. My fear for this type of thing would be that it would, would have sequelitis. But you know, I, I enjoyed the first yeah, one. I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, I, I, more so just in the, the 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 puzzle aspect of it. Yeah. So, I mean, if they have the same thing. I think it's also the relatability of, you know, we escape rooms do exist. Yeah, so you can kind of put do. yourself in there easily. That's what I said. Like, the, the puzzle aspect of it. You're like, oh, can I figure it out too? Yeah. So Not me. I'd be dead every time. <laughs> well, I've been to an escape room with you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> me and my girlfriend did, ones, um, did one once, and we literally finished with one second remaining. Wow. Yeah, I and I was like, man, <laughs> this is because of me. <laughs> I'm holding you back, baby. I'm sorry. Um, my one complaint about the trailer, I mean, both have kind of the same complaint, is that they show a twist at the very end of the trailer. It's like, well, why would you show that? Like, it's something that would have been better in the actual movie. Yeah, but whatever. You know, trailer's going to trailer. Trailer's, yeah, trailer's <laughs> going to trailer. But speaking of another trailer, uh, Rick and Morty season five trailer. Open up the when do I ask you for anything? When do you? I haven't been to a full week of school in years. I don't know sh Police, a strange horny ocean man is on my lawn. Sweetie, don't get all worked up before your job interview. Job interview? Yes. Is that so hard to believe? Actually, yeah. Something's off. Hide. What? Hide! How do we just hit buttons? We're too big to fail. Time to turn up the broiler. I think it's in our best interest to work as a team. Yeah, most people would call that family. What the? I f***ed it up, okay? It's okay, Morty. That's what you do. Let me deus ex machina this and let's go home. They go full on Voltron. <laughs> like literally yeah. full on. Like there's not even a It's not even a parody. Yeah, it's just straight Voltron. Yeah, straight Voltron. <laughs> like, is that legal? <laughs> um 
I mean, the Rick and Morty trailers don't really show much in terms no, of like story. Yeah, no, they never do. Yeah, it's just like a montage of scenes. So it was like, it looks interesting. Um, and yeah. I love Rick and Morty, yeah, so I'm Rick down for it. I still haven't seen season four. Oh my God, <laughs> dude, you got to catch up. It's so good. Um, the one note that I'll say about this trailer that I thought was fucking hilarious is that line with Morty where he's like, <laughs> Rick's like, don't you know anything? And Morty's like, know anything? No, I haven't been to school for a full week in like a year. <laughs> I think he said in years. So it's even worse. I'm stupid as fuck. Yeah. It's like, damn. I'm glad they fucking like well, call hope, that out. I would hope being around Rick, something's rubbed off on him. Yeah, being an asshole. He's become more of an asshole. Yeah, he has. <laughs> I'm, I, I just really hope the evil Morty storyline comes back. That's my main hope for yeah, the Because it season. hasn't. No. So, I mean, I guess we'll see. Yep. But um, what is the next trailer? Chris Pratt versus the world. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the world. What to say? <laughs> so yeah, Chris Pratt fights for the to save the future, mm. or does he? Uh, the Tomorrow War coming to Amazon Prime. We are fighting a war thirty years in the future. Is this a joke? Our enemy is not human. We need you to fight. You got drafted. I will be back. Why is this happening? What about the teacher's deferment and the veteran's deferment? If I don't go, they're going to draft you in my place. But if something does happen to me, you and Mary will be taken care of. If something happens to you, Dan, 70% of draftees do not return. Sometimes a man does what's best for his family, not himself. Move your shirt, please. Wait, what's this for? It's just a test. Oh, a seatbelt. Was it a driving test? No, you don't have jokes in the future? This device facilitates your jump to and from the future war. One minute to jump. Oh, here, buddy. Take that. You just flip around like that. How are you so calm? Long story. Yeah, ex-military? Yeah. Kind of a short story, I guess. What's the release date June on this? June 20th, is yeah. it? July 2nd. Oh, July 2nd. Yeah. Um. So almost Independence Day, but not quite. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, I, I think it's really because before it was just a teaser that we saw for this yeah. and there wasn't anything but like wait it's a future war wait what's he fighting aliens but they won't show the aliens and this it gives me like I don't know it's a very interesting concept and kind of gives me Edge of Tomorrow vibes mixed with like Terminator almost where they're being recruited from the future to fight a future war with the aliens they still haven't completely shown so there's some mystery there which I kind of like they give you a glimpse but it looks kind of like Carnage <laughs> I mean, it looks like, uh, have you ever played, why am I asking you this question? You're not a gamer. You don't know what I am. Uh, blah, blah. <laughs> what is have it? Have you ever played Dead Space? Yes. <laughs> With the Necromorphs? Oh, yeah, I, I guess. I never played play games. <laughs> why do I sound like that? <laughs> That's the guy's name. I don't like magic. Well, I have played Dead Space 1 and 2. I didn't pay play three though see i was right what <laughs> i still know what dead space is and i've played it well, that's what that the, the little bit of the creature that the, that we saw that's what that reminded that'd me that'd be of. interesting necromorphs and they did say which that, speaking of which why is that not a movie <laughs> right <laughs> that's a good fucking question i didn't know you had a tattoo oh you know i had a tattoo like no. my whole like right side is tattooed. I mean, i've never seen you without a shirt oh, uh, wow. actually yes i have yes you have <laughs> yeah. i don't fucking in pictures guys not in person we weren't uh, <laughs> or so you think <laughs> Yeah, I got my entire right side is like a half sleeve. I forgot. It's been so long since I've seen you naked. Oh, Jordan. my God. I, 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 I forgot. Lies. Lies and slander. You see, because Jordan hasn't been giving me any in a while. He's he's punishing me. 
Hints the girlfriend. I forgot, I forgot he had a tattoo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I was trying to be a little mini rock at one point, but I just stopped. <laughs> I, I, th- I think I'm too. It's the Libra in me. I'm too indecisive to get a tattoo. Why? Have you you don't have any tattoos? No. Is it hurt? Because uh, you what? no. It has nothing to do with the pain. Uh. That's why I'm indecisive. One moment I'll be like, oh yeah, I want it, whatever. Then the next day I'll be like, I don't fucking want this anymore. Because <laughs> that's how I, I got my tongue pierced one time, yeah. and I had it for like a month. I was like, I don't want this anymore. And I took it out. <laughs> that's how I would be with a tattoo. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah, you can't undo it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can. It's even more painful if you do that. Yeah. But even then, like even laser surgery, like you still see it. Yeah. So you wouldn't want like a Buffy tattoo? Like what kind of tattoo are you thinking about? No, I would want uh, wings. Oh, like angel wings? Yeah. Angel so, demon wings? Let me show you. But yeah, talk talk more about the trailer. How, how do we get on? Oh, the fucking... Uh, oh, because I, <laughs> I was scratching my, my chest and you saw my tattoo. That's how. Um, but yeah, but the t- I mean, it's interesting. I want to see conceptually where they go with it. Because I... Th- honestly, the... This trailer's premise is what they should have done with the Terminator franchise. How interesting would it fucking be? Because they always just do the same Terminator concept over and over again. Oh, it's a, a, a savior from the future sent back to protect the... Yeah, something like this. Okay, yeah, that's cool. And it's minimalistic. I like the same way as like all just like a black silhouette kind of design. Yeah, I like that. Um, Even though you can't see because you know it's on your back. But me, I would be like... I don't want this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's always a thing where one robot savior gets sent, a Terminator gets sent back that's reprogrammed to save the savior of the future and we spend the whole movie basically doing like chase sequence with the good Terminator and the evil Terminator like, trying to like, protect the John Connor type. Like I think, I think it would look cool. It does look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but imagine how much cooler it would be if in Terminator it happened the same way as this trailer where John Connor and his squad from the future came back to the present and announced it. Like, yo, the future's fucked. We need help. And they literally recruited people from the past to fight the future war against Skynet. And we follow not John Connor, but some protagonist based in modern day. Mm-hmm. That'd be really fucking... Maybe it's a young Kyle Reese. But like, remember, the new Terminator, fuck John Connor. There is... Well, fuck that movie. Fuck yeah. Dark Fate. I'm just saying, like... They, they, John they Connor's not important. Oh, so stupid. It's only female John Connor's important now, yeah. and, and not Skynet. It's called Legion now. It's stupid. It's like, if we change the names, that means it's different, right? No. No. <laughs> That's not what that means. But this would be a dope original concept kind of playing in that same world. So I, I'm like, damn, man, this should have been Terminator. <laughs> Terminator, Future War. Yeah, fucking writes itself, but what do I know? Well, speaking of something that uh, writes itself or apparently doesn't write itself. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think I talked about this. Uh, they're doing a Powerpuff Girls <laughs> show for the CW. Uh, What's her face was cast? Chloe Bennett's uh, Daisy from Agents of Shield. Yeah. Well, uh, CW decided not to move forward with the current incarnation of the live action Powerpuff Girls because they're saying it felt a little too campy and it didn't feel as rooted in reality as you might as as, <laughs> as they might have wanted wait, it. Wait, 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 wait! So they started making a Powerpuff Girl live action show and was like, wait a second. This isn't real enough. It's Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> what yes. did you want? I don't even want to see what that show would have been then. <laughs> and part, I'm trying to see if I can enlarge it. Part of the script leaked online. Okay. Oh, I think I heard about this. Did they, was the Mojo Jojo died or something? Blossom killed him? 
Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. So okay, this is Bubbles. It. Okay. Blossom's fine. I saw her on Insta. Uh, I saw her on Insta that she had that she has a boyfriend, and I saw her on LinkedIn that she got promoted, and oh. I saw on Facebook that she still talks to Grandpa despite their political differences. Buttercup coming back here is probably triggering for her. Bubbles. Oh my god. Why? Cause she's cause she's the one who killed Mojo. I mean, moveon.org. Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> Buttercup, Bloss, wake up or we'll leak your nudes everywhere. Off to confusion. That worked on you once. So apparently, Bubbles has nudes leaked on the internet. <laughs> Bubbles, look, we love being Powerpuff Girls, but sometimes we wanted to be other things too, like in Dirty Dancing. Baby wanted to join the Peace Corps, but she also wanted to be a fancy slut, and her dad didn't get it. Drake, I don't know who the fuck Drake is. Jerry Oakbach was doing his best under wait. It's, Jerry, a, real, it's a real Drake the singer. <laughs> Jerry Orbach was doing his best to understand. Blossom Blossom heads upstairs where the where uh the bumping sounds continue from Buttercup's room, then abruptly stops. Blossom opens the door and finds Buttercup in bed with Macy, the woman she eyed at the bar the night before. They've just finished. Oh my god, I'm sorry. It's fine. We're done, right? Uh, Macy, Macy with I'd le- say six seconds is enough. With lesbian sex, there's there's bed bumping. There's bumping. There's scissoring. It's it's it's, it's hardcore scissoring to yeah. make <laughs> you your vagina supposed to be in pain from <laughs> like <laughs> to make the bed rock. It's like the, the the I would think unless they're using a dildo, the rockings from the fucking motion. Not from slamming your vaginas together. Hey, I don't know lesbian sex. What am I saying? <laughs> but who wrote this? Is there more? That's all I had. No. Oh. Oh, it's almost like a, it sounds like a parody. Like it sounds like some fucking out of touch 60 year old trying to write what's hip. That, and I was that, just saying, it's not fake. It's real. <laughs> it's the real script. <clears throat> That sounds so... It's like, even from the first lines with Bubbles being like, I checked Insta and Facebook and LinkedIn. It's like someone doing a list of like, what's social media? Um, if she says all the social media things, I mean, she's hip, right? I mean, she's she's current and with it. <laughs> it's like even triggering then, like, for you. Oh, uh, yeah, because she killed mo- moveon.org. Moveon.org. <laughs> This is CW. This yeah. is the most CW CW. This is worse than ba- Black Girl Magic or Batgirl yes, Magic. this is worse than Batwoman. <laughs> Fuck yes, you would cancel this shit. How did it get green light in the first place? Green lit, rather. Oh, wait, wait, there, I did find more. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Please Bloss- no. Blossom has climbed out of bed. Blossom has climbed out of bed and is beginning to put on her, put her costume on. It's the same dress they wore as little girls. Blossom, come on, guys, let's just suit up and get this done. Oh, is this what the screen, the the like the leaks are? Remember that the leaked photos and they were wearing the original suits? I don't, I don't know. Oh. But uh, Buttercup, I'm not wearing that dress anymore. It's compulsory heterosexuality. <laughs> Bloss- <laughs> Blossom, take it up with dad. Uh, Blossom, aren't we Who's here? To- black now, I think. <laughs> Blossom, aren't we here to investigate Buttercup? I'm here to pick. I'm here to pick up by curious townies. You're uh, here to avoid Drake. Oh, no, Bubbles, man. Bubbles is here oh. to investigate, but she forgot. Butch hates her. Oh. Luckily, we're dealing with another hater boner, oh, no. another hate boner. So alcohol helps. Blossom, why do you know so much about hate boners? Buttercup, life is one big hate boner. <laughs> oh my God. I <laughs> well, remember when we, we, we first started 
first heard about this and then we saw the photo the set photos and we were like yo this is a terrible idea like this script is the worst case scenario <laughs> in, in my mind what I thought the CW could do with something like this. And it's insane to me that it's literally the worst possible execution that they could have ever imagined for this shit. Like it's, there, it's try hard, it's so try hard. This reminds me of the, uh, of the GIF or the meme or whatever, like, you know, Republicans with the plane, they'll bomb you. But then Democrats, there's the same bombs, but what is it? The rainbow flag, the Black Lives Matter. <laughs> but it's still, it's still, but still dropping bombs on you, but at least it has this. Yeah. That's what this reminds me of. It reads like it's just trying to get like brown nose points for like the LGBT and community. I hate, or... and, and I hate when people say this shit. I hate when people say this shit. What? But in this instance, Pandering? it applies. No. Oh. <laughs> but in this instance, it applies. What? It's definitely like this is complete. This is all like woke points. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. Right, but it reads like that. It's, yeah. it's so surface level of like, uh, it's so by what, what do you say, norm heterosexuality? What? What are you talking about? It's, it's almost just like a. It's someone's raising the 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 uh, the the card. I'm a lesbian, or I'm bisexual. I'm bisexual. I'm bisexual. Did you forget I was bisexual? Let me say it again. I am bisexual. <laughs> it's like. Come on, guys. This is not. No one speaks like this. No. This is so awkward. <laughs> Just ringing that bell over and over again. Oh, did you know I'm lesbian? Or I'm, or I'm bi? Did you remember that? Did you forget? Did you forget in the last five minutes that I was bi? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Uh, Shut the fuck up. What? There's more? No. I just got a comment because I, I uh, uploaded my review for Cruella at nine o'clock this morning. I just okay. got a notification of a comment. And somebody said, uh, the amount of people who enjoy watching the puppy murderer is shocking to me. The puppy murderer? And I also said in my video, because I had a shirt with uh, Ursula, Cruella, the Queen of Hearts, and uh, Maleficent. Mm. And I was like, well, we got two Maleficent movies. Now we're getting Cruella. I would love to see an Ursula prequel movie. Okay. And so I said that in the video. And she was like, why would you want to see Ursula? She's a soul-stealing monster. And I said I would have liked a black woman to be cast as Ursula. So he's like, so you want to see a fat black woman who steals souls? That's not a good look on anyone. Why not ask for original movies? It is an original movie. It's a prequel by Ursula. That it's doesn't exist. Done, yeah. yeah. But it's also, this is the type of person. That person is the type of person that the CW is and trying to get yeah, woke he's, points he, for. And he's black. Yeah, but it's, these, these are like the... Okay, like again, I don't agree. I, I've agreed less and less with Joe Rogan over time. I used to really like Joe Rogan, but like ever since he moved to Spotify, he's been saying a lot of problematic shit. I don't like the way he's going. He's becoming more and more ingratiated with like the right wing culture. But he'll say shit like "You're never too woke enough," and it's like I, I that does I, I do bump against that a little bit, but he's not wrong either. And it's for shit like this, even when it's. Oh, you want to put a black person in a bad light so she can't be... You can't give a black... A, a, a thicker black female actress a star role as a character who's a villain because it's not a good look to be a villain. Like, it's... I get it, but also it's like, you gotta draw the line somewhere where it's like, does your wokeness outweigh, like, potential representation too? Because, like, 
it's not like we're going like, yes, let's make a story about Ursula, who's the good guy. It's like, no, she's still a villain, and it'd be interesting to see the mindset of a villain. Like, we, we just saw that in Joker. But, but are there white people going like, oh, it's not a good look to make a white guy look like he's a sociopath? We're like, no, it's just a story I mean, well, of one. Um, but it's a story. <laughs> they did, but their, their, their angle for that was... Um, Oh, but we don't want there to be school shooters because of this. But it's like, no, it's it's not that though. There can be stories about say, topics well, that are, might they are school shooters. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but I mean, there there are topics that touching on them doesn't inherently make you anti that or 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 cast this aspersion on. But even still, it. like she's a fucking octopus. Like, <laughs> who yeah. cares? It'd be a black woman playing an octopus. Look, bro, I just got something similar. Maybe I'm triggered too because I just got a comment similar. For we just released um, a video of our our actor for Ninjor, who's a stunt actor. He's you never see his face, but I I posted a video where he's morphing for someone else's video, Chris Cantata. Um, and I got a comment from a again from a black person. It's it be your own people who don't who say they're supportive, but they're so woke that they're actually anti-supporting of black people and they just don't realize it. He made a really asshole comment about like, oh, come on, brother, stay woke. You got a fucking in your chest for what, nigga? That's all I see. I'm like, it's an in for ninja because he's a ninja. What the fuck are you talking about? But you want to, you like, you it's try the so. And it's for ninjor. Ninjor, exactly. Yeah. But it's like, nah, man, you got to have some self-respect as a black person. And the guy, and, and uh, the actor responding, he was like, this is actually a, a black owned like series like what are you even talking about and the guy was just like man you gotta just have some self-respect brother it's like no like you're fucking out of line for that comment but you're just so woke that you just you see the fucking racism and everything so an in on a black person not even a black person you see an in on a character's chest and you have to make the connection oh because it really means nigga like to me that reads more about how you think (laughs) that you just see racism and everything and yes is there racism in in a lot of things yes but and you see, I'm saying I do agree with you. I, there is a racism. We because we also get those complaints of like, oh, you gotta make everything about race. Oh, you gotta make everything racist. But yeah, sometimes that shit does exist. But the problem is the other side, where there's people that are so woke that they see in literally everything, and those are the people that make the other people go like, oh god, oh here we go again. You're seeing it where does it fucking it actually exists? And those people also exist. You know what I mean? So it's not like a clear black or white thing. It exists on both sides of like of the bullshit. And that person that commented like, "Oh, you gonna support a puppy killer, my nigga? It is cruel to build. It's cruel, yeah, exactly. Come on. Like, what the fuck? You gotta get, Peter. It's not Michael Vick. Like, yeah, you gotta get in your feelings about like Peter and make it a whole ju- social justice yeah. thing. It's like, not like get here. it's not like, oh, Michael Vick. I'm, you know, fuck, fuck them puppies. Yeah. It's fake." Like the puppies in this movie were CGI. But I think she doesn't wear. And she didn't kill any dogs in this movie. It's a prequel. But I also heard that they specifically didn't have her wearing any fur because of complaints like that. They didn't want PETA people or or. But even still, it's a prequel. It's before she became the puppy killer. But the fact that we have to tiptoe around people like this and it's becoming more and more. I blame Twitter. I'm gonna keep saying it. There is a. I I've said it since the beginning. It is a slippery slope of woke activism, and that slippery slope leads to bullshit like that, where you can. Well, be- yeah, it's definitely it's definitely Twitter because now you know the access and everything like that. You could tweet the director or the writers or the companies directly. Yeah. Whereas before they were there, but you had to write a letter. Yeah. And those letters were private, like because I remember a letter leaked a long time ago. It's so fucking stupid, but it just goes to show the level of people. A person got mad at um, 
What? Fuck. I'm trying to remember. Uh, it was True Blood. Going back to True Blood. Okay. They wrote a letter to the uh, Alan Ball, the head of True Blood, because how dare him depict werewolves? No, 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 no. It wasn't True Blood. It was the movie The Werewolf. It was like a horror movie or whatever. Okay. And they wrote a letter to the studio and the director, and they said, how fucking dare you depict werewolves as villains when that's not the origin of werewolves? Because Twilight, uh, <laughs> they basically referenced Twilight and showed that that's the true origin of werewolves, and how dare you uh, the fuck? blaspheme and tarnish Stephanie Meyer's original werewolf creation and make them evil okay. and all this it was like yeah so but it's that level of ridiculous that, yeah, self-righteousness it's the, same, it's the same shit so this shit so my but, point but, the point that i'm making is it's always been there it's just been more insular because letters don't like they're not public and everything but twitter gave it made it more quote-unquote mainstream but the issue is they've given that type of person who's that neurotical is that even a word neurotical <laughs> probably not yeah but. whatever but you know what i mean that person who's so self-righteous They've given Twitter because you know and it's not for bad reasons. It's it's for representation. It's for it's it's for lack of dis, like less discrimination. Yeah, it's, finding your tribe. Yes, but it's also it's given them a moral soapbox, and now they can have those ridiculous complaints about anything and everything, and they feel empowered to do so. And not even just that, but like because because like because it's been existing because they're not the only ones. They find more people like them. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes a lot because it's always because yeah even even with like this type of comment I'm pretty sure it'd be like one maybe maybe one person will like it uh, maybe three people will like it yeah. but the majority of the comments like because even but right after that oh yeah because somebody was like I, I would love to see an Ursula movie yeah so it's like you'll get comments I would too. <laughs> yeah you'll get other comments agreeing with you but it's always these one comment like. What the f- like? Well, on Twitter, those are the comments that get retweeted and then become a giant Twitter thread, and that gets re- articles written about it, and there's a whole movement out of nowhere. It's yeah, really, it's re- completely ridiculous. But here's my thing: for someone like the guy who's complaining about the ninja role, I guess it's a black guy beneath the mask because it's a nigga, or somebody complaining about Ursula, it's a bad look. It was a black woman. So then, let's make her white Ursula. Would you still complain about that? Yeah, yeah, you would. Let's make Ninjor not played by a white, by a black person. Now there's no representation for that character at all. It's, it's a black per- artist, actor, whatever, not getting a, a job now. It's, you know what I mean? You can't have your cake and eat it too. It's like, it, you, it's ridiculous. And that's my issue with Twitter. It's my issue with the, the too woke movement. It's like, and it hurts because I'm like, I, I'm on your side, but you're fucking it up for everybody. <laughs> But uh, speaking of somebody not getting a job, hmm. uh, a person of color, Kevin Feige, after all these years, came out and actually admitted. Oh, I know this is. About- yeah, that they were wrong in casting Tilda Swinton mm-hmm. as the ancient one. He said something so obvious. He said, uh, <laughs> "We thought we were being so smart and so cutting edge. We're not going to do the cliche <laughs> of the oh, the wizened old uh, wise Asian man." But it was a wake up call to say, well, wait a minute. Is there any other way to figure it out? Is there <laughs> any other way to do to both not fall into a cliche and cast an eight and still cast an Asian actor? And the answer to that is, of course, of course, uh, uh, it is. Yes. Uh, once we finish what we ne- call now the Infinity Side. Wait, I just realized we didn't talk about Eter- Eternals. No, but- no, you're going to get to it. I mean, this is MCU. You can segue from here. But yeah, but uh, once we finish uh, what we call now the Infinity Saga, we rolled our sleeves up and said, okay, what's next? We're going to kick off the next. uh, What are we going to kick off next? The next sort of evolution of the MCU post our first big saga. And that's why we called 
And that's why Shang-Chi was at the very top of the list. I mean, again, that's he's saying like this so fucking obvious. Yeah, so I'm basically, like, there was no one in the I'm room. Like, basically, what he just said not to me was not one cliche. Yeah, a I was different just, cliche. I was gonna say basically what he just said to me was it was nothing but a bunch of white guys in the room, or white yeah. people in the room, and yeah, so we didn't think about it. But it was more like I'm like you didn't. We're, we're gonna avoid you didn't think to consult like have somebody Asian on the Doctor Strange, considering all the Asian mysticism and everything like that in the movie. Yeah, you didn't think to have an Asian. But it, it's think about what they do with Black Panther, like uh, even or even a uh, Shang Chi, yeah. got an Asian director, Asian writer, this Black Panther, this, this, Black director. This is before Black, that, yes, yeah, before that. So Black Panther really set that trend. Because um, even with Black Panther, you have black people in the room. What did they do? They took a problematic trope of man ape Mbaku, mm. and they made it better. I mean, even they wanted to make them have English accents, and Chadwick and they were like, "No, yeah, <laughs> why? White people, but white people." Yeah. I was gonna say, but it's just funny that he says, "Like, yeah, we were so we we thought we were so clever, and we wanted to avoid the cliche of an Asian stereotype, so instead we opted for the cliche of whitewashing a, a person of color into a white person." Like, high fives, guys! High fives all around. We were so smart. Yeah. Well, like, you're not clever at all. <laughs> you straight one cliche for another cliche, arguably. And cliche, just as problematic. And I'm, like, part, and I'm like, really, just admit the truth of the matter. Just admit the 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 the, the real answer. The real answer is you really didn't want to, because you had no problem with the the uh, stereotype of Wong. Yeah, making him the butler or whatever the you sidekick. Can't have those powerful... The sidekick, yeah, the sidekick to the to the white guy. Yeah. The real answer, the real reason you decided to, to cast Tilda Swinton is because the ancient one is Tibetan. And China doesn't recognize Tibet. And so if you were to cast like an Asian Tibetan monk, Whoa, I hate, see. China wouldn't have accepted that movie in their theaters. That's the real reason you didn't want to do it. I hate the like the the invisible shadow of China fucking Disney and Star Wars and everything. Yeah. Like that. It's like, I don't want their fucking money. Like, well, I know we they, don't, they, they do. do. Yeah. But it's like, fuck, man, have some fucking moral standards because that shit is ridiculous. So I'm like, that's the real reason you even didn't want to cast the ancient one because yeah. China doesn't recognize Tibet. Yeah, because you can very easily cast an Asian person without delving into Asian stereotypes. Just take off the fucking Fu Manchu like, mustache bullshit and you're halfway there. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you can just have an Asian I'm person. Like, even with the Fu Manchu thing, Fu Manchu was mostly associated with Shang-Chi. Yeah. They, they were able to change that. I was really just talking about the, the mustache yeah. look that he's got. Yeah, that's very stereotypical Chinese, or yeah. not even Chinese, Asian look. So just change that. Same shit. Just very easy. But it's like, no, it's got to be Tillis Winner. It's not going to make sense. It's like, what? <laughs> so, Good job, guys. <laughs> I'm like, part of me is like, at least they admitted it, but it's still, it's like, you're just saying that there's too many white people in the room making these decisions and you need, and obviously they are now. Yeah. But it's a, even admitting it in a little softball way. <laughs> yeah. Was there a way to do it better? Of course there was. Can you elaborate? Yeah. No, I'm not going to elaborate. It's like, duh. <laughs> because then we're racist if we elaborate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just circle back with uh, Eternals. We have watched. Unguided. We have helped them progress. And seen them accomplish wonders. Throughout the years, we have never interfered. Until now.
you for this. Oh, you're welcome. So now that Captain Rogers and Iron Man are both gone, who do you think's gonna lead the Avengers? I could lead them. <laughs> Eternals! Trailer, I forgot about. Uh, Inhumans 2.0? Is that what we're talking about? But it looked better. Like, it looked beautiful. I mean, visually, yes. The cinematography, yeah. I've never seen anything close. It almost looked like the MCU trying to be like, we can do Zack Snyder's fucking visuals. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't tell us that we're not fucking, uh, we, we all look like generic movies. Yeah, I've never seen anything Chloe Zhao's done. Like, she won an Oscar for Nomadland. Mm. I've never seen it. I've never seen anything, either. I probably won't see it. <laughs> My issue is more the tone of the trailer and how it plays out. I wasn't, I mean... Other than it looking beautiful, I was seeing people online like going, oh my God, this is going to be, I've even seen them like articles written about like, oh yeah, they've already green, green lit the next Eternals because Kevin Feige and the well, Marvel yeah, Studios yeah, has so much faith Kevin, in it. Kevin Feige said he, he thinks the Eternals is the best movie that they've done I, at the, in the MCU. I, I'll say this, I, I do have faith in Kevin Feige's like his vision, but if going by just that trailer, I don't see it. I, I feel like the trailer was I mean, it was, overwhelming. A, it was a teaser, so... I guess. Te teaser, trailer, whatever. It didn't hook me the way even something like Guardians of the Galaxy would have. You know what I mean? Or did. And I'm, I'm kind of... That's my comparison, because it was also a team that was like, I'm not really familiar with this team at all. But and I, was, I thought that that would be like a big falter for the MCU. So now I'm looking at this after the Inhumans kind of the same way. Because at least with Guardians of the Galaxy, they looked like a colorful group of characters that had like fun and there's vibrancy to them. But these characters, what we've again, only what we've seen in this this teaser and what we've seen so far, I don't feel that level of camaraderie slash humor banter. I mean, they might be showing not they just might not be showing it. Well, this trailer was a little bit more serious. Yeah. Besides the thing at the end, which I didn't even like that. The who should lead the Avengers? I guess I should, because I mean I've seen this online a lot. But when I first saw the trailer, I was like. So you make it a point we've never interfered until now, except for that part where we came to Earth and completely interfered because we yeah, changed the trajectory. They, said, they, even said, like, they even said in the trailer, we've never interfered, but we helped them move along. So I'm like, so, so you, you did interfere. Like, that's stupid. And then you get to the, the Avengers line, like, maybe I should be the leader. It didn't come off as, like, endearing. I'm like, ha, 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 you're so wacky. What was that? Um, uh, Not Jon Snow. It was... It was Rob. Rob Stark, Yeah. I was like, Jane, Richard Madden. Yeah, I was just like, uh, all it does is make me question all the times you guys haven't helped. You know what I mean? Like how I I don't want you to walk into a room with like Sam Wilson, Captain America, and be like, maybe I should be the leader. He look at you like, where have you been? Where were you doing slavery, my guy? Where were you doing World War Two and Nazis, my guy? Where were you doing the Thanos snap, my guy? Like he's so me like I don't. <sighs> The premise is interesting until you set it in the MCU where so much has already happened and you've got people that look like black... It's not You don't look like aliens. You look like people of Earth. So you've got a black guy in the back, but he just sat back during all of I mean, slavery. Well, that makes sense for their turn. They were create... They were exper the Celestials experimented on humans. They're, they are humans. Yeah. But they're not. So I need them to talk about how the black guy wanted to stop slavery but couldn't. Like, you know what I mean? I need explanations for all of these things. Because if they just kind of gloss over it and we're like, yeah, we just didn't find anything worthy of us interfering until, what, the alternate versions of us attacked? The, the what are they called? The, I mean, but that's that's also part of the problem. Was it the miscreants? Not the miscreants. What are they called? The deviants. The deviants. But that's also the problem that you have when it comes to any superhero type property, especially if they 
existed for thousands and thousands of years and they no, look but especially and they, this and they look human because i'm like you could say the same thing about like icon icon was around during slavery but he didn't do shit or blue marble he was around during the civil rights movement he didn't do shit i don't like that either <laughs> but, that's, but that's my point yeah. i'm saying that's the problem that you have with any of these super because because uh, well, give a reason that give you put, like if you put it in the if you put it in the real world because i'm like because i've said i've said this dozens and dozens of times i'm like truth yeah. of the matter is Black people have power. Most of this, us will be like Malcolm, hey, Magneto. Yeah, this world would not be the same. Yeah, most, <laughs> most of us would be Magneto. Hence why I'm really looking for that black concept. So, you know, so I'm about the the black superheroes. It's called Black. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've I've read the book. Yeah, but even that, like, there's still like not that much interference. Oh, really? Because even like you t- t- take a Sam Wilson, like he's still like. You, you don't see him really, like really going after cops and police brutality. Like I said in the speech, uh, not one time in that speech did he call out white supremacy. Mm. So that's the problem again, because most of these most of these characters and and things stories are created by white people. Yeah. So they're not gonna really call out the very system that keeps them in power. Yeah. So that's why I'm like. If you're gonna put it in this in this world, it doesn't necessarily fully work. Just tell me they've been off world. Tell me that they've they've but had. But they a, haven't though. But so I'm saying, so I'm like, they need an excuse, a better excuse than like, which, well, which, we helped. Which also has me uh, brings a question in my mind because Thanos is an Eternal. Yeah. But he said he was living on Titan. Yeah. Well, he was a deviant though. I guess same well, race. Just well, he's an Eternal with deviant, like a recessive deviant gene. Okay, okay. That's why he looks the way he does. But he yeah. was born of the Eternals. Okay. So, he talked about his world being overrun and you know it's decimated. So, so I'm like, so is that why the Eternals so I'm assuming, left? Yeah, I'm, I was like, so maybe I'm assuming that's why they arrived on Earth. Yeah. Because it was after that. Yeah. Maybe. I, I, I guess. But I'm also like, well, then how old is Thanos then? Because this is like. Supposedly thousands of years. I mean, are they, is he related? Yeah, I heard he's related to the Angelina Jolie character as like a cousin or something. Um, I don't know anything I about think the I, I think I read. I think I read that she's his mother. His mother? I don't know. I read they're they're yeah they're related somehow. Well, I hope they touch on but it. But in the comics, because I was like, is that his mother? No. Yeah, I don't know that much about the Eternals. I know jack shit about the Eternals. But it's also even they're one they, of the most because even they mar- like they don't really use them that much. They use like one Eternal, like Cersei is the main Eternal that they use the mo- that's and played by Gemma Chan. Yeah, she's been on the Avengers mm. team, so she's the one that's been the most. Kind of yeah. like like Black Ball and Medusa for Inhumans. Yeah. But then the rest of them is kind of like, eh. But there's just so many characters. And even when you get that last shot at the end of all of them together, like, I don't know what the costumes look like in the comics, but they all look so generic. They all look like Jupiter's legacy characters. Like, their their costumes are so basic. And I'm like, I guess maybe they're supposed to look alien, but they don't, there's no visual distinction between them aside from colors like Power Rangers. And I just don't, I don't I don't have the hype of like, oh I can't wait to see what they do. It's like, all right, well, they're all just wearing basic generic superhero suits. I guess that guy runs fast and that one has a spirit sword. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's like there's no there's never a moment that made me excited to see what comes of them. It's just like a oh, I, if any of them is I'm just like, you better explain to me where the fuck y'all been what y'all been doing this entire time that Earth's been under siege. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they have to. They have to have to. It's probably not gonna be a good reason. I don't see it. Cause you, cause you even think of like a Doctor Strange. Why didn't you help? 
<laughs> shrug. <laughs> or technically, I was helping. I was blasting low, the ancient one. She was yeah. Well, at least they showed that. At least that's something. <laughs> that ain't shit. They could have. They could have did that. They could have did more. Yeah, the whole thing is protecting the reality. If Earth is gone, that's part of the reality, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> or even the Asgardians. What they say, Odin is the protector of the nine realms. What the fuck did Odin do? Yeah, nothing. But you know what it feels like to me. This trailer, I think, is the first Marvel trailer. Is that true? I guess other than Captain Marvel, I haven't really been underwhelmed by a Marvel trailer like this before. But it's even more so. I almost feel like we got to the point, and I, I, I'm not scared for Marvel's quality, but I, I have noticed that it seems like they've gotten to the point where it's like, man, just you know who we are. We're Marvel. Yeah, You're going to come see it. It's going to be epic. But I also <laughs> don't think it's because, I mean, they're hiring these people that like like Chloe Zhao won an Oscar for a reason. Yeah. So it's not like they just got some random. I don't mean, I mean the advertising. Because I feel like if this was Guardians of the Galaxy, they would have given us more for our first impression of this team. Other than just a, wow, look at them. Oh, the Eternals. Oh. I mean, probably, but at the same time, it's like they've earned it, though. They've, dough. No, they earned it, though. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've earned it, though. Like, they've had 23 plus, and they're their biggest studio ever. Yeah. I just don't want this. I don't want to see them start resting on their laurels and end up like fucking Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, but I don't think, like I said, but that's, what I was saying, but that's what I was saying. Like, I don't think they are though, because no. they're still getting and yeah. seeking out this great talent. Yeah. It's just, they're just not revealing as much as they used to because yeah. they don't have to now. They're just like, it's no. like, bitch, you know, you know, yeah, who like, are. like trust, like trust us. Yeah. And I'm, you know what? And I'm going to trust them for this. I trust them in Captain Marvel too. And how that went not so well. Yeah. No, but like for this, like I said, for this but is for a the teaser. Mo- but for the most part, even the movies that we didn't like, I don't think there's been a movie that we hated. No. Even Thor the Dark World was just like, oh. yeah, no, no. it's the worst of the movies, but didn't hate it. Yeah. Even Mar- Captain Marvel, I didn't hate. Yeah. But um, but for this, I just, I hope that it, I could completely change my tune if they drop a trailer that's fucking hot. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. They haven't, they, they purposely not been showing enough. So put a pin in that for now for me. We're the multicolored. <laughs> I don't even know. Those black Avengers. Yeah, not even. Or I mean, the, the, the colored PLC Avengers. PLC Avengers. Still led by a white guy, though. Oh, which actually, you just reminded me of something. What? The, something in the trailer that called out to me because you know the three moments where they showed uh, Richard Madden, Rob Stark, and mm-hmm. embracing Cersei, yeah. Gemma Chan, all lovey dovey. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah. I highly, I was like, first of all, I was like, this is them pushing a straight agenda on us. What do you mean? Because <laughs> I'm like, I highly doubt we're going to get anything close to that level of romance with the gay couple that they're hyping up is going to be in this movie. Who's the gay couple? Uh, Brian, Fatos, the black guy. Okay. And he's married to somebody. I don't know if he's human or another eternal because I, I didn't see him in the eternal. So I'm assuming maybe he's human. Also, was Jon Snow in that lineup? Yeah, he's, uh, he's the black knight. Was he in that lineup at the end? No, I don't think he's. I don't think he's an Eternal. Oh, interesting. I thought that he. I thought he was. I don't. I don't know anything about Eternal. So, <laughs> neither do I. So what's the I what's the Black Knight? You know what the Black Knight is. He's human. That's a Black Knight. Oh. Okay. Sure. <laughs> John's watch still hasn't ended. That's all I know. He's still a knight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's still on the Knight's watch. Exactly. <laughs> we need you to be a ruler. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> Oh, John, you've been saying that since fucking Game of Thrones, bro. You got to <laughs> own your power, bro. Well, yeah, but I was like, I highly doubt we're going to get any of that 
level, even close to romance with the gay you couple. Kidding me with China breathing down Disney's neck? No yeah. way. I was like, they probably won't even get a kiss. They're supposed to be married. No. I'm like, they probably won't even get a kiss scene. They're not gonna kiss. They're gonna give each other like, hey. They might they might hold hands in the background. Yeah, maybe, yeah. In the background. In the, <laughs> the last scene. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you freeze frame here, see in the background holding hands, they're a couple. Represent, representation, guys. <laughs> yeah. Or they're just gonna say, Oh yeah, no, my husband is he's waiting for me at home. It's gonna be something like that. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, he referenced his husband. He's gay. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's all you get. Enjoy. So that's just something I was like when they showed the trailer. Something I noticed because I'm like they're showing they're showing several moments with these two. You know the love. Yeah. Pushing your straight agenda. Yeah. But then like because everybody's talking about everybody's quick to talk about a gay agenda. I'm like, what about the straight agenda? Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about that. The straight agenda is invisible because it's, it's most predominant. And funny, agenda. <laughs> and funny, and funny when I when I because uh, because uh, YouTube allows for shorts. Yeah. So I was able to I transfer some of my TikToks to YouTube, and one guy because I put I posted my video about when I talked about the 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 straight agenda or whatever gay agenda. He was like straight agenda. There is no straight agenda. Name me one gay character that was changed from straight in a you know from from gay to straight in a movie. I was like I can name more than one actually. So I was like so this person. This person, I was like, well, Constantine, when he got his own soul, I'll just give one example. Yeah. I was like, I mean, Deadpool, we talk about all the time. Yeah. I was like, Constantine is a known bisexual in the comics. When he got his own show, when Matt, when Matt Ryan got his own, before he was in, before they put him on Legends Tomorrow, mm. we got his own show. They specifically said he's not going to be bisexual in his show. That's one example. And I named other examples. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't say anything about bisexual people. I said gay. <laughs> Let me narrow this for you. So yeah. like and I, mentioned, I mentioned Jughead and uh and Riverdale. He's I was like, he's asexual in the comics, but they specifically made him straight in the show. I was like, that's another example. Yeah. He's like, I didn't say anything about asexual people. Oh I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, that's the internet, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> you never win this argument. Stop trying. <laughs> that's basically what he's saying. You know, other people joined in the comment. He was like, bro, just take the L. Nah. Like, you've literally de- been defeated. No one that no one gets defeated on the internet. You just get defeated. They're like, no, I didn't. Because I specifically said gay. Yeah. He didn't name a specific gay person. This is why I don't even bother arguing with people. I'm like, <laughs> but it's still the LGBTQ spectrum. Yeah. But, but whether it's gay or not, it's still. I mean, you're right. That's why it's like, it's bullshit. He's like, oh, I didn't mean that. That, though it's like you come on <laughs> come on bro like yeah like, people just make me like i just i just found that funny yeah and then when other people are just like just take the l <laughs> i'm like people be trying me like i don't know what the fuck i'm talking like i don't have receipts yeah i'm not just talking out of my ass <laughs> but speaking of talking out of ass I'm Zach, like, what? <laughs> Zach snyder's talking out of his ass because he was saying there's original concept for man of steel is he wanted to be con- he wanted it to be connected to uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight world, but I'm like I mean, that makes it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. That's why I'm like talking out his ass. But I he's mean, like, maybe it would if it's technically a sequel to Dark said, Knight. But Returns. he was like, we did talk about it. Or for Dark, a little Dark Knight Rises, right? Rather, and what makes sense? Still, how Superman existed in that world? No, it'd have to be after that movie, after Dark Knight Rises, after Batman's kind of retired, then Superman appears. That makes sense. Because then it doesn't contradict anything that happened in the Dark Knight trilogy, right? Right? <laughs> I, mean, I guess. But he said it had to happen. Uh, Superman would be hanging around uh, Robin. 
John oh, Blake. See, John so, Blake. See, so I'm saying Dark Knight. Yeah. It, it would be after Dark Knight Rises. And- so yeah, he said it would have been. He it would have been with uh, Joseph, which could have been cool. I mean, it also makes sense why Christopher Nolan has such a hand in Man of Steel's development and not the other ones. I don't like it. No, because he was a producer and I think a co-writer on Man of Steel. I could be wrong about the co-writer, but I know he was a producer. But speaking of something else I don't like, Bebo is getting a crisp, a holiday special on at the CW. Look, I'm I'm done with the CW. All right, <laughs> after the fucking Power of a Girl script bullshit, after Batwoman's been consistently more more terrible, after the Flash has been consistently more and more terrible, the, who's who's how much it's coke gonna be, it's gonna are be they called doing? Bebo saves Christmas. They're trying to compete with the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas holiday special. Is that what that is? I mean, that's the only, I mean, it makes sense. That's the only thing I can think of. But are you really competing though? Really? No. Exactly. <laughs> But who who said you know what would be a good idea? More Bebo. I don't know who loves Bebo that much in the CW because they keep bringing that running joke back, and it's like it it was barely funny the first time. You guys, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Cancel all those shows. Seriously, I'm done with them. Like, I'll, I'll watch Superman and Lois. Hopefully, it's gonna end dope in the first season. But and then what? Season two is gonna be trash. Going by CW fucking pattern, probably. <laughs> But speaking of things getting canceled, while well, Black Lightning is done, I think they just had their series finale. Bro, recently. I saw some clip of Painkiller, and it was the most whack thing I've seen. Which Painkiller is not being renewed, or they're not picking it up for a pilot, so that's been canceled. Dude, they were doing things that Power Rangers twenty years ago was doing better. I couldn't believe. I was like, if people wanted this, if people wanted this as a show. No, I'm good. But yeah. also with that, even though Black Lightning is done, we may not see the last of Black Lightning because Cress Williams said that uh, he's been talking to people uh, that works on The Flash and they want him to show up on season eight. So, uh, hooray. They're going to use Black Lightning with their last gasp of breath on that show to try and, and, and speaking, drum up and, interest. And speaking of that, The Flash is slated to air an event of episodes this fall that will encompass the entire CW-verse. So basically they're doing, they're doing the major crossover, but this time it's Flash-focused. Instead of Arrow, the Arrow crossover. Yeah. But what's, I'm like, there aren't that left? many CW shows left. Like, yeah, exactly. What's left? Legends, Legends of Tomorrow, still a thing. The Flash, Batwoman, and Batwoman. Does Black Lightning still And get- I guess, uh, well, Black Lightning is done. Canceled. Oh, sorry. Over there. And then I guess uh, Stargirl. And maybe Naomi. Is that Na- part of that Na- universe? I don't, th- I, don't, I don't know. But I guess Superman and Lois still and then, counts. And then Naomi. Oh, yeah, Naomi. That'd be weird if they incorporate that. That's another word, like, what? I don't know where. But what about um Superman Lois? But it says that not it's not a full blown crisis, but it is a five episode event. Jesus Christ, <sighs> I barely care. I'll watch it just for the sake of the podcast. But no, that's more I, that's more work than CW me. CW basically started this podcast, and to be in this state of affairs that's in now, I'm just like how how far we have fallen. <laughs> well, you either I was I was what was it? You either live long enough to. Oh, you the die hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain? Yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's this. <laughs> SCW in a nutshell, yeah. I used to defend... I, I can never forget that. I, I was defending it to my ex-girlfriend and my friend at the time. That They both were like, man, Legends is stupid. I was like, it is the Justice League of television. <laughs> Looking back on that, I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you sweet summer child. You know nothing. <laughs> I got tight about that. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's gonna be amazing. Well, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Egg on my face. But 
Speaking of something I don't think is going to be amazing, I don't have faith in it, but I'm going to still check it out. I have to for the culture, but I don't, it's on the CW. But yeah, Naomi's officially been ordered to series. So. I mean, I don't know anything about that. You, so. you raise up one black character and you cancel another one because you have painkillers canceled. You can't have more than one, Michael. Granted, I, don't, I feel like, I was like, out of all the things you could have spun off from Black Lightning, painkiller? Pain killer? No, I'm good. Not Grace and Anissa? Yeah, Thunder and Lightning. Th- yeah, like, uh, no, not Thunder. Wait, what? Grace is the girlfriend. The oh, Asian- wait, was she a superhero? Yeah. She's, she's Amazon. Well, I don't know about on the show. But That's what I'm saying. I in the I, comic, she's an Amazon. I, I stopped watching before anything like but that. But I'm pretty happened. sure. But, I, but based on where I remember, they did show that she she was like taking pills to suppress her powers. So she does have powers. Oh, okay. I don't know if they said she's an Amazon. Oh, okay. But they could have spun it off to like an outsider show with the two of them. I mean, but, anything more than painkiller. I don't know. Name that name. I'm like, it's so generic of a name. You really want a show about that? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> But it, say, but it did say Painkiller could land on HBO Max. No, it can't. <laughs> it's yeah. going to miss that landing. I guarantee you that. So, I don't know. But uh, also, speaking of things landed on HBO Max, so Batgirl has found its director, the Batgirl movie that's going to HBO Max. Okay. And it's going to be the people that did Bad Boys for Life, <laughs> okay. which I'm like, that's random. It is random. Uh, but... They're the directors of Batgirl. <laughs> Batgirl, Batgirl. What you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna I'm do like, when she comes for you? Remember when Joss Whedon was the, gonna do Batgirl? <laughs> uh, when he wasn't a piece of shit. Or at least he wasn't a known well, he piece was. of shit. Yeah, he was a known piece of shit. And then he got taken off yeah, of that. Wow, speaking of how the muddy have fallen. <laughs> uh, I used, to, used to be the king of nerds. Now you hear his name is just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Go away, Joss Whedon. Ugh. So, time is crazy. <laughs> But in a, not a ugh, but a duh moment. <laughs> okay. Elizabeth Olsen confirms that Wanda, Scarlet Witch, can travel between different universes. We just never saw that in, in WandaVision? But yeah, she says she has a fun, she has a few fun powers. You know, telekinesis, she can travel between universes. <laughs> you know, and, uh, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Good to know. So, Multiverse of Madness, knocking on the door. But then that kind of makes me, kind of makes me go... I thought the point of America Chavez character was for for that. Man, I don't, I don't. So then why, why they need her then? Maybe they're gonna change her character. I hope they change her character drastically, make her more Ooh. of like a Hope Summers type. Uh, America Chavez. You know, I mean, more like the chosen child kind of thing, like the golden child, more than like a I'm just a random time like or dimensional jumper. It's my powers and my name is America. I'd never like that. <laughs> Change your name. Well, change they, they, your they're not going to change your name. No, but you already, got, you already got the branding. Like she has her own solo comic out right, called America Chavez. Branding. Okay. America Chavez. Is that's, so why well they, that's why they won't change Bucky's name. And sh- like when uh, White Wolf is still yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's the branding. It's, it's associated. Like you're not going to change America Chavez's name. <laughs> it's confusing. <laughs> but uh, something that's not confusing. What's up? Is uh, and this is the last thing, but Warner Brothers has announced and confirmed that they will be doing an Injustice animated movie. Wow, actual DC news that is interesting. <laughs> I'd be down for that, and it's animated, so you know it's probably going to be good, better than the live action attempt, which I guess you could count as Justice League. <laughs> That's kind of an injustice attempted for live action, but yes. failed. I'm down for that because I think the Injustice storyline is stronger than the I'm game it was in. I'm down for it with a caveat. 
What's why? What's the caveat? I would be more interested if it's like the comic where it was the stuff that led up to. The, oh, for sure. Like That's... The, the five years before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the game was the five years, like the, the, the five the years aftermath. after. Yeah. I would be more interested in the before. Yeah. Playing out the story from the premise just straight out. Yeah. Yeah. I like I, I I like the comic for that reason, so I would hope so. I hope they wouldn't skip over all that interesting because seeing the descent of Superman was like most the most interesting part of that comic, and seeing how you know Batman had to watch his friend go down the wrong path and he tried to stop him and there was love lost there. But you know when you just jump to the Injustice game, it's like a uh, been there done that. Superman's evil now, like we've seen that. Superman's evil now anyway, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Especially in a world where we've seen so many Superman I'm, characters I'm, I'm go evil. Man, Brightburn, exactly. Homelander, exactly. Let's see Superman do it. The the original. They're all just injustice wannabes, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm down for that. Cool. And then there was some positive DC news. I like that. Um, so for next week, we've got um, Cruella, right? And Quiet Place 2. Maybe. Um, what do you mean, maybe? Isn't Quiet Place 2 come out this weekend? Yes. In so, theaters. So why maybe? Oh, because... Oh, right. <laughs> because you don't want to see it in the theater. <laughs> okay. Well, if you don't see it, well, then I'll, I guess I'll talk about it. Maybe I can I'll go to the theater and I'll record it for you. <laughs> I'll yes. send you the, the, the screening. Yes, because I tried to see if I can get a screener. They're like, they're not doing no. You have to go to the theater. They're really forcing people. Yeah. Mm. But to be fair, I'll say this. Because even with The Conjuring, I emailed them like, hey, can I get, because I mean, it's HBO Max. They said they were releasing all the shit. Yeah. Online. I was like, hey, just wanted to uh, request, can I get a screener for HBO Max in the, ho in the Heights? Yeah. And they're like, oh, where do you live? Because we're doing... Uh, a live theater in New York and Los Angeles. Mm. I'm like, yeah. right next to New York. That's where I live. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in Jersey, but no, <laughs> but no, send, send me the links. <laughs> well, I will say this in defense of quiet place to be in the theaters. I think like I was kind of saying before, I feel like that's the ideal movie to see. Yes. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. And, like a lot of the tension, just like I'm pretty sure uh, the conjuring two is probably better to see in theater. Like I like the theater experience, even, but even conjuring, but even today when I was like, when I had to go fucking, to go get the car that was towed from yeah. work and I had to get on the subway. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Everybody on the subway was wearing a mask, but I was still just like, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. Um, I, I think it's just a mental thing because I'm fully vaccinated, yeah. but still, like, <laughs> that means we're immune, Michael, don't you know? <laughs> but yeah, so Quiet Place 2 in the theater was definitely the optimal viewing experience. There was a lot of jump scares that were earned. So I wouldn't say they're, they're not bad jump scares but they're most effective because of the theater ambiance and like how loud it is and or how quiet it is that pin drop effect it's very much at play in the sequel too so i, I feel like if i watched that at home on my own tv it wouldn't it would still be good but it wouldn't have the same no, level of turn it up or loud it's real loud, real yeah, loud. loud as it can go <laughs> but you don't get those like the, the unnerving quietness because you're surrounded by people in the theater and they're all dead silent. So it's like, oh, it's, ex it's extra uncomfortable. Surround yourself with action figures. <laughs> you're all real, right, guys? <laughs> you all talk to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if anyone's on the fence about seeing Quiet Place 2 in the theater, I would, I would say see it. It's a, it's a good enough movie to make that leap. If you're fully vaccinated, don't put yourself in danger to see a fucking movie regardless. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's this week's episode of Blur Vision. I've been your host, Jordan, with... Uh, Sleepy Michael. Sleepy Michael, like Sleepy Gary from American Morty. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Peace. Bye. Delay, you're just tired. <laughs> hey, you Tom, it's Bob from the office down the hall. 
good to see you, buddy. How have you been? Things have been okay for me, except that I'm a zombie now. I really wish you'd let us in. I think I speak for all of us when I say I understand why you folks might hesitate to submit to our demand. But here's an FYI, you're all I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes All we wanna do is eat your brains We're at an impasse here Maybe we should compromise If you open up the door We'll all come inside